quick note before we get started. Each of these episodes are pulled directly from our Twitch streams, so you may hear some random chimes from our alerts. If you'd like to watch this or any of our other campaigns live, you can do so on twitch.tv slash dumbstackcharisma. to Dumpstack Charisma's Monday Night Hunt for the Ripper Star Wars RPG, brought to you by me, the Galaxy Master, Paul. I'm here to bring you a story about Han Jovi, the uh, uh, notorious uh, mercenary guild, as they track down the serial killer responsible for the leader, uh, the death of their leader and also the death of many other people on this planet. But first, one quick announcement uh, that's really important is that Twitch right now is doing a charity uh, event where if you do any kind of a bit donations to anybody and you use the hashtag charity along with that, you uh, are able to make your full contribution to the artist that you like, but also Twitch will give 20 cents for every 100 bits directly to direct relief. Um, so... Your amount still gets fully donated to the person that you're looking to go to, but also it helps out a great charity. So uh, think of that. If you are doing any bits, just make sure to type in that hashtag charity along with it. And don't forget to catch us tomorrow at 7.30, or 6.30. 6.30. 6.30, excuse me. So close. Um, 6.30 for our um, King's Ransom, our Fallout 5e skin game, brought to you by our Vault Master, Nick. We'll do a quick recap about where we are in the game right now, but first let's do some introductions. Hello, my name is Dylan. Tonight I'm playing Cassius Telcontar. He's a Claudite assassin. Claudites, for those of you that don't know, are shape changers, also known as changelings. So they can change their features and their stuff around to look like other people and sneak into places they're not supposed to be, which is really useful if you're an assassin like me. Uh, Cass is very dedicated professional. He has a certain way he likes things to be done. No collateral damage, no witnesses. He goes in, completes the job, uh, nice and clean. Uh, it never works out that way, ever. But that's his goal. Jody. One time. <laughs> One time, part of the mission worked yeah. out that way. We could knock over a convenience store and, and burn down a building. You know, it's just how it goes. And most of the time, that's due to me. Hi, I'm Josh, and tonight I'm playing <laughs> Rio Sion, a Pantoran investigator. And for those of you who don't know, Pantorans are blue humanoids that like cold and uh, are just blue. Um, so Rio is the double antithesis D, of... Cass. Um, while he is a professional, he is a professional looking at dirt um, and shooting the party members uh, in the most unopportune times. Um, and takes a backseat to just about everything unless it, the mission needs to get completed, and then typically it's him who fixes it. Yep. I'm in he does nothing except complete the very thing we're trying to do. Yep. <laughs> Yo, I'm Robert, uh, and tonight I am playing Fur, who is a white-furred Wookiee uh, martial artist uh, who has a death wish uh, and a penance for instigating everything. Just a bit. Also, 
is the spark plug to this internal combustion engine. He definitely is a catalyst. Digital and Dice, thank you so much for those bits. Woo, thank you. Appreciate you. That's oh, me, then? Oh, yeah. He's All done. right. He's done. Hi, I'm Nick. Um, I'm playing Sonata tonight. It, Sonata is a Cuzo. So the Cuzo are tall, skinny, uh, green-skinned humanoids. Um, some have compound eyes. Sonata has compound eyes, which makes them very difficult to read. Um, they also have to wear a breath mask uh, because their home planet's atmosphere is just too different from most other planets. Uh, Sonata is a mid-range support and sniper class. Um, does a lot with traps, helping the party out with additional defenses while in cover. Um, and uh, counter-sniping when he can uh, leap up to where the snipers are. Which when was the last right time now. you could do that? Uh, it's been a very long time. Uh, I try not to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> just played the majority of this campaign with broken legs. Probably about half. We're probably at about half now. Close uh, to that. Anyway. I keep doing really stupid stuff, and uh, it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> and foregoing we wouldn't help. We wouldn't form the party of Han Joby if we didn't consistently do stupid things. Self-destructive things. I think it started with shooting that reactor and having it like blow up right next to me. And it just, Before it's that, I snorted my own dandruff. No, I think that was after that. Sure. That's the great thing about Han Jovi is they try to top each other with their worst possible decision making. I almost killed a party member. It's a root beer. Almost shot the Imperial investigators. I almost <laughs> ended this entire campaign in one <laughs> shot. <laughs> so, Han Jovi, again, is a notorious um, mercenary group on the trail of a serial killer. Recently, they took a side job at a construction site in order to investigate the disappearances of several people working there. What they didn't know is that they would stumble across something much bigger than they originally thought, and in the process of doing so, gather the attention of the Inquisition, or at least more than they had previously. Unknown to this, unknown to them, they sent their fixer and um, somewhat butler... Uh, Gizka, in order to go and... Uh, I don't think you'll take kindly to that term, butler. <laughs> it's like wow. Uh, so they sent them to try and renegotiate a contract that contract that originally did not pay out because of the severity of the uh, unknown factors within there. Uh, a lot of nuanced details there that we'll just kind of gloss over. But important thing is, is that when he got there, he and his associate... Um, Avidity were ambushed by the Inquisition and were able to just barely flee after taking some significant damage from them. They fled into the sewer systems and hid there and waited for uh, rescue when Han Jovi did arrive, fought off some of the Inquisition and Tailing Imperials, and were able to successfully extract both of them. After having a quick stop-off at the Obsidian Agenda in order to um, get paid for that extraction and also kind of uh, recover some of the damage that they took on that. They did a quick bit of shopping and then were summarily uh, expelled from the agenda, at least uh, until things kind of calmed down. The general thought process of the group and agreed upon by the staff of the Obsidian Agenda is that the Inquisition was likely to come knocking to do an investigation on Han Jovi's involvement in the most recent um, mass murdering of Imperial uh, officials. So... The group has just finished up all of their shopping, 
saying their farewells to several members of the Obsidian Agenda, at least for now, and have begun to pack up into their newly repaired, if not still somewhat beaten up, uh, land speeder. With Spite, their uh, armored dog, Drac- Drakenhound specifically, uh, Gitmo, their uh, R4 unit. I can't remember. I think it's an R4. Sure, unit. it is an R4. R4. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gitmo Gitska, Gitmo. who has uh, agreed to go with the group because if he stuck around the Obsidian Agenda, the Inquisition would probably um, catch on to him. So. He has nowhere else to go, so the party opted to take him with them. Well, yeah. And we'll go from there. Quick note before we get started. Did anyone buy anything cool? Yes. Cool. Go ahead and share with uh, the group the and class. the audience. I bought <clears throat> a set of paired S1 Van Blades. Mm. Ooh, what are those? Uh, essentially, uh, they are... Uh, extending sticks that I can use to beat people with. Mm. Uh, and I can still wield them with my vibro-knucklers, because of my vibro-knucklers I have to turn on uh, to do things. Uh, <clears throat> do those sticks use melee or brawl? Brawl. Wow! Sticks that use brawl? Yeah, they do. <laughs> I guess they're very short. Uh, yes. Mm. Uh, I, I filtered by uh, stat when I was purchasing so, my question about that, and I don't mean to go on a tangent here, but this really interests me. When you're using those, does your knuckles count as well as the stick? Or do you switch back and forth? I between? switch back and forth. What's the benefit of doing that? Flare. Excellent. I won't, I won't uh, you. Uh, I'm convinced. Uh, also, uh, something cool about them, uh, they have quick draw on them, so I can <laughs> real quick. Uh, I also have the magnetic property. Uh, on them, so if I am ever uh, without them, as an incidental, I can draw them back to my hands. Yep. As long as they're within engaged range of you, right? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, sweet. That's that's, cool. that's what I got. Uh, really, I just wanted uh, multiple uh, weapons. Pronged attack. Also, uh, another thing. While they're out, I have uh, melee defense one. Whoa! That's. Really why I bought them. <laughs> that is a critical element that is not mentioned. Now, uh, quick question. Do they have defense on each one of them? Or are uh, defensive on each one? Uh, it is... They don't stack. One defense. One okay. defense. Gotcha. Because we have, we have ruled early in the campaign that if you have two items with defensive, they stack together. Well, then here's my question, Paul. Mm-hmm. You can buy them paired. Or you can buy... Them singular. If I bought two singular, would it stack? Just what's the benefit of pairing them? Uh, benefit of pairing them is uh, you know what? Never mind. Answer my question. There you go. <clears throat> the benefit of pairing them is you get one defense. <laughs> oh. Very good. We got there, Very folks. Good. Buy two paired ones. It's almost like it's expressly written in the rules. Yep. <laughs> nice. I didn't do this an hour ago. Uh, I bought one thing, uh, but I think more importantly is the fact that uh, Sonata is leaving the agenda with a light blaster pistol, a blaster carbine, and his slug thrower. Wow. <laughs> that sounds great. Removing the two uh, encumbrance that the general purpose scanner was costing me to integrate it into my armor 
freed up just enough to be able to do that. Now you have backup weapons for I exactly weapon is inevitably destroyed. destroyed. You yeah. have backup weapons for your when your backup weapons fail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same with me. Cass purchased a number of uh, fun grenades that fun do various grenades. things. Fun grenades. Uh, they're all uh, non-lethal grenades, uh, and they have various battlefield control properties because certain enemies that we've run into on a couple of occasions uh, can't just be shot in the face. Uh, and well, you know. they have lightsabers and force powers, and they do crazy stuff that Cass can't account for. So what he's going to do is just take away all the things that they can do. Uh, one of the things he, he picked up is a concealable disc launcher, uh, which is uh, fashioned in the shape of a uh, like timepiece, and uh, it shoots out small uh, metal bladed discs, um, which are very hard to reflect back at you with a lightsaber. Look at you picking up a slug thrower. <laughs> <laughs> and they can also be poisoned, which is nice. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> Watch, I throw out one uh, Sith who can reflect things back at them, and now they all go uh, mundane weaponry. Cass actually has a history of doing this. Every time we run into an issue that it's like, man, this one particular thing would have really saved us here, he goes out and he gets that thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, has just been continually spending his money on the, that That's stuff. That's why we have grab shoots. That's why we have, I have grab shoots, respirators. Yep, all these things. How come you haven't gotten uh, out and picked up the new Sonata? <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> Technically, when tomorrow starts, I don't know how that experimental medicine works. I think you have you to, said. It's one crit per day, and we decided that we would start with the legs first because they were braced. And then it's the hardest crit each day goes away, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So legs. tomorrow morning, I get my legs back. Mm-hmm. Cool. Did Rio pick up anything fun with his money? Uh, a respirator oh. and uh, uh, fucking grab shoot because apparently he needs these things. <laughs> yeah, um, up last time. Did you get a rebreather? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'll let people buy grenades when they tell me it's a non-lethal grenade, and then I'll wait to be proven that that was a terrible idea. That's it's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> some some um, of us don't need grenades. Do we, we still have parts. the grenade? Um, cart that is Cleaver with us? Technically. Unless it is a plot-critical item, I'm not comfortable with taking items from uh, an enemy. Let me rephrase. Is Cleaver with us? Cleaver is with you. Okay. Cleaver has like 15 grenades, and you know he's going to give them to us. I understand that. Um, so, you all pile into the battered, beaten up, but barely functional Land speeder. It is crowded AF because you have not only your entire crew in there, but also a 300 pound armored spiky dog and also a um, around 200 pound uh, astromech droid. And Gizka, who weighs nothing, so he just can be wherever. He's in the trunk. He's in the trunk. He's in the trunk. No, he's not. We didn't do that to him. I thought. We decided not to do that to him at the end of the session. <laughs> no. Uh, he's riding in the car with us. We uh, messed with the back seat and opened it up so that the dog could be in the trunk and also in the back seat because uh, he's too large. Uh, and then uh, Cass uh, basically asked if Gitska was going to be traveling with us mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. Yep. And upon hearing that he was, Cass told Gitska that Rox was dead. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. That is exactly where we stopped, and that was building up to that point, because that was totally going to be the uh, conducting force uh, as soon as we finished up. Before we get too (laughs) hard on the tooth going, I hereby put forth a motion to name our speeder the halfway there. This is, sounds like a good thing to bring up in character. We often do live on a prayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on a pair. So, if there's nothing else, we're going to dive into that, because that is a very serious thing that needs attention. As soon as he says that, I'm going to tap you on like the... I'm going to sit near enough that I can reach you. Be like, we're going to the junkyard. Okay. I start flying. Probably should be where we're going. That way we can have the conversation while we're moving. Yes, that was... <laughs> I believe we, had, we, we were pulling out of the parking garage when this was like, okay, just so everyone knows, we need to establish this right now. Rox You're traveling with us, right? Yes? Okay. There's a good chance Rox is dead. So we'll go from there. What? You remember we told you that uh, while we were tasked with assaulting the Crown Peaks habitat and taking it from whoever was holding it, uh, the Bayside Stalkers were trying to do the same. Yes. yeah. I'm, we I'm, interacted with them on a couple of occasions. We chose not to kill them. And we convinced them, with Rox's help, that they should not get in our way. In so doing, we saved... A fair number of them. Yep, about uh, a dozen. But Rox had to basically give Answer. up on the mission that he was given uh, in order for that to happen. And when you disobey a gang leader... You usually die. You usually die. That said, he's kind of... Possessed? Yeah. By the... Uh, what, did, what was the it called? Depths. The depths. The depths. They seem to think he's well and gone. So I think you should. He's like a understand puppet. Understand that. Now for a for an entity. I, I don't understand. Yeah, either We're do going I. Going where he is, maybe he'll talk to you. Rox it's not going to be him talking to you. Maybe it'll talk to him. But it will talk to you. The entity, the vessel. It talked to me. It touched me in a weird way. Do we need to file a report? No. We don't. Is it inappropriate for the severity of the emotional? That's Rio. Who else could Rio? Is inappropriate. So you you saw rocks. You talked to him. What? No, I, I talked to a husk of rocks. Yeah, sure. A husk. Well, it was the body of rocks. Sure. But it wasn't him. It was an entity, like we said. Yeah, it's weird. Your eyes are saying a lot for being blind. It is that. <laughs> eyes on the road for her. <laughs> just <laughs> what we'll do is like his head just comes into the frame, turns like him, your eyes are so <laughs> So yeah. It's weird, doesn't make any sense. 
But yeah. Gizka's hard to read because he's wearing a blindfold. And uh, he seems very, very shoulders tucked forward and kind of has a, a, a droop to his back. And um, it's uh, you're not at a glance able to pick up much more than that, but he doesn't say anything. Hey, I've been thinking for a while. Yeah. Uh, Boy, that sounds dangerous. It really is. It's like a new thing, or like has it been like knocking them no. down, or like what? Well, I was thinking like all the dangerous shit that we do. Okay. And like how, in general, life kind of sucks. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I think that we, as a collective unit, okay, might be like a a black hole of life suck. Like everywhere we go. Shit, shitty. We take on jobs and we go where the jobs are. More money offered in the job is because there's more risk. This job that we got from Ghosts, there's a lot of money in it. Which means there's going to be a lot of risk. Because if it was easy, he would chuck ten credits at someone and get it done. Just the environment. I'm just thinking, like... Are you trying to walk away? No, I'm just saying that everything we touch, like, gets fucked up. Let's anything we get near gets fucked up. Let's be fair. Prior to the agenda, uh, some of that might have been my fault. I burned a lot of bridges to make sure we had money and food and transport. Mm, yeah. I mean... That's fair. It's why I had to fight with Rose about not doing things. Uh, I'd say probably until us leaving this time, uh, I didn't think that that was... Rose? Where's Rose? Not Rose. Oh Grace? Grace? Grace. Huh? Wow. That I came see. from Fallout 76 is where it came from. There's an oh. NPC named Rose. I've been doing a bunch of quests. Oh, okay. <laughs> NPC. It's a robot. It's a robot. <laughs> it's an unplayable character. That's true. That. Um, until my last conversation with Grace, uh, I thought the agenda was going to end up being another one of those. Well, well, I mean, like, I'm going back even further. Like, when Ghost was alive, and we were working for Ghost, like, that all went to shit. Yeah, but prior to the, the one thing happening there and him leaving things were good there so do you want us to like I don't know I'm not I'm not bringing this up for uh, an actionable uh, thing I'm bringing this up as a hey I I have noticed that uh, everything we do and the people we interact with uh, their lives get fucked up We were talking about Gitska's feelings enough for sharing his feelings. Ah, okay, okay. And actually, you know, Gitska's uh, state kind of reinforces this because his life is now drastically different because we 
you know, exist in the same proximity as, as him. Like, we yeah, walked in the door and his life forever changed. Actually, we walked, yes, because he's alive. That's true. You're welcome. His life forever changed because we, well, we got spite out of that, too. That's fair. So, like, yes, a lot of what we do ends up with uh, life sucking for a lot of people. A lot of people. But uh, at this point in time, here, right now, with this organization, I think the only people whose lives have really started to suck has been anyone that's got in front of us. Sure. I think we have measurable, positive impact on the people around us right now. That's something I want to keep. I really think it depends on how you measure it, but... I feel like it's a give and take, and it's just part of the business. I mean... Kill some people, mess some people's lives up, save some people. We get paid. I mean... Yes. And no. This is really deep for you for... Like I said, I've been thinking of it for, for a while, and this is what I came up with. Anything else? What are you Boggling around in that noggin of yours? Yeah! I mean... Besides all the, like, the shit happening around us, there's a lot of weird stuff that's been happening, too. Yeah? Like... That much is true. The the Inquisitor that we fought, like I understand, like the the first one, with the second two while we were escaping, just I don't understand. What don't you understand? They were they shouldn't have been nowhere on our trail. They came out of like the fucking ether or some shit. Hmm. They just showed up. They were clued into Imperial activity. And Imperials were chasing our known associates. Uh, the Inquisition was at the job site. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about when we're at the, the water reclamation facility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We fought the one Inquisitor. Yeah. I understand sure. why he was there. And then we fought him off and he left. And then we were on our way out, and then the two other ones showed up. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm, I, don't, I don't understand. Oh. We were in the clear. <clears throat> Go ahead, and I would like to do something real quick. Uh, could someone please oh. make a check for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like someone to make a... Um, I will let you have your stealth skill be the, the, the role that people are rolling against. Um, however, there's going to be a perception check in... I can't find it right now. I think it's three yellow and uh, three green. And I think technically there's two forced die on there as well. Oh, dear. And what is your stealth I score? I guess my stealth, which is two, two reds. reds. I'll let you do three. stealth or discipline. Stealth. Yeah. Two reds. It'll be two red, three green, and a setback. I have a boost to stealth, so it turns into a setback. 
I'll let it maintain. This is more of a <clears throat> a feels kind of perception. Go oh, ahead. Oh, then ditch, ditch the setup. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Just roll. Oh, no. What? What's happening? Uh-oh. What's going on? Oh, it's working. Okay, never mind. Sorry, it was blinking right at me. Blinking red. That's not what we want at all. Alright. That's a lot of white side pips which count as successes. So, do, 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 do. That's gonna be four. Another one up against it. Cool. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve success and a triumph. Twelve success and a triumph. Okay. Damn. No advantage. You feel, uh,. I assume that you're cl- sitting close enough to get kind of... We're all pretty cramped back there. You feel just barely on your hand, like one digit, kind of like, like not quite entwine one of yours, but kind of like touch it, and you get this feeling of concern. Um, and uh, it's sort of a questioning concern. Like... I guess, I guess we're starting to get to a place where uh, things are reaching a point where I'm having trouble tracking them. Question, answer, out of character, not to interrupt you again. Your emotional state right now, mm-hmm. is it self-conscious or is it confusion? Um, he's probably... Is he cognizant? More confused about how that happened. Okay. Um, Sonata has an idea of what occurred, but not like a cohesive, this is what happened, this is... When you're tracking someone, this is actually what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. To kind of like know mm-hmm. where they've gone or what where they're hiding or how they got there. I think um, I have an explanation. You do tell. Good. You know when I told Madame Lahani that the Inquisition is... They just can know things? Sure. Sure. I imagine that you guys have felt something similar. Where you have no reason to understand a concept that you do. You get a strong feeling that leads you in a certain direction. You want something, and it seems as if you can almost... Feel which way to go to get it. Trained instinct. That's what it will feel like. The Inquisitors have a similar ability, but to a great degree. They have that same sort of feeling where when they want something, they can be led towards it. And that is made more easy by people like you, who have those desires sort of... I mean, I wanted an Inquisitor... I wanted that Inquisitor to come back through that door. And I think something like that, they can feel that desire and act upon it. I didn't want those Inquisitors. I wanted the one that shot in the hand. Well, it's not always about getting exactly what you want, but the fact that you want it becomes... People can pick up on it, and then they can decide how to do that. 
So that same feeling that guides you also sort of shines out like a beacon that people can pick up on and read. Hmm. It's really hard to explain because for me, it's it's like seeing. I can do the same thing. Yeah. But it's like trying to describe the color yellow or red to someone. I don't know how to explain this this feeling, this this brightness that mm. certain people have, and you guys have it too. And Zeke has told me it's people who have a connection to the Force. You know, you know who else might have a connection to the Force? Who's that? Almighty Tales. Thank you so much for being hella charismatic with that follow. We greatly appreciate it. Hey, Paul, why don't you hit that fresh oval? Ooh, mm. how clean class. and classic. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for being here. Appreciate it. Also, thanks for the host. But why? <laughs> That's what we're all about here, folks. <laughs> what? What? I mean, that's a less controlled response than what I was about to ask. What are you going on about? What is... What? What? There are some things that people have that other people don't. Like, um, how big and strong you are, Fur. Not everybody has that. It's pretty common amongst my species, actually. But, but no, your they, height's but, not. But, yeah. but compared <laughs> I, I to I crash the galaxy, <laughs> compared to everyone else in the galaxy, you are different. Your species is different, and it has. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not explaining this well. Can you plain English it? Master Zeke, Master Zeke, and I. Have that same ability to feel through the force what we want and and to be guided by it. I feel that there's some kind of same warmth, the same vibration from you as well. That sounds like a thing we need to learn how to be able to stop. Yeah, he's fine. Hold hold on. I mean, who are you referring to? (laughs) Referring. Um, I guess m- most everyone but you for you have other strong feelings but not in this way maybe you just haven't hit Jedi puberty yet what the fuck is happening that's a that's, that's that's not a oh you're joking I was yeah you you have a light in you that I think if you don't control, people can pick up on it. Okay. So, to narrow it down, mm-hmm. me, yes. Gitmo, and fucking Spite are traveling around with five homing beacons? Four homing beacons? No, he said you're the only one that doesn't. So I assume Gitmo and Spite both do. And you're by yourself. Well, oh gosh. Okay, I'm, I'm really not the one to explain this. If I could make a recommendation, talk to Master Zikato. He has a much 
better understanding of this. Uh, and I have no desire to, to speak to that man right about anything about this. except for assaulting a prison ship. Such a desire to avoid speaking <laughs> to that man about anything ever. But if you're really concerned about this, he's the one who can educate I, I you. I don't know how much concern that... You're saying um, Zeke can sense us. Yes. You're saying the Inquisition can sense us. I feel yes. pretty confident that I've snuck up on Zeke before. I've snuck up on Zeke before. I know you have. I haven't. I, I haven't tried. I've, I I like to respect to. people's privacy because I have a certain degree of... My senses grant me a bit of intimacy with people that oftentimes makes them uncomfortable. So I, yeah. I don't like to share that with them. But sometimes people's light takes different forms. And... Just let them talk. When it, I look at Rio, for example, it's like... It's the same sensation of catching like a scent on the wind, where it's in in waves. It's it's soft. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just constantly smells farts. Is that what you're saying? No, no. I can't explain things in the in the same sense that you might see something because I can only explain it through the senses that I have. But when it comes to Cass, it's like there should be a smell, but there's none. And I think that that can play with that sense strangely sometimes. Did he get hit on the head? <sighs> so, you remember in the, the, in the reclamation plant mm-hmm. where you and I were talking about spite? Yes. Is that what you're referring to? All things have this light that sort of travels through everything Mm. but it seems to gather in certain places and people and items more than others like the lightsaber crystal or uh, yourselves spite has the light too gitmo has a little bit of light the gitmo the the (laughs) air has, (laughs) has a little bit of it but it seems to gather strongly in certain places and by tapping into that sound, that light that is shared between you and Spite, that's how you and I can sort of communicate. actually listen? Mm. And, And that's how people can affect things outside of themselves using the, using that same light, that same power. So it's in everything in certain degrees and the more you have is the more that you can affect other light. Other light. Okay. Other warmth, other s- vibration. I understand slightly. So this is something that we need to be able to hide or cover up somehow. I'm really good at feeling that light in things. Okay. I'm not so good at, at hiding them. No, 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 no. But people who are good at noticing certain things are also typically uh, a decent barometer at knowing if you've hidden that thing. Yes. If you try to hide it from them. Like Cass 
he blinks out at times. And I don't know if he does it on purpose or something like that, but he's found a way to still the vibration. It doesn't go away, but it's also not sensible. Does it create the absence of it, or does it just make him disappear? It only creates the absence of it when you expect or know that it should be there. If you don't have that expectation, then it would take a truly gifted mind to notice uh, such a void. Okay, so whatever he's doing, we all need to learn how to do. I don't know if... I don't want to speak for you, but I don't know if you have the capacity to teach people that. You ever followed somebody? Snuck up on them? And you're focused really heavily on them? You have an intent that deals with them. And they get spooked. Hairs on the back of their neck. You ever feel like someone's watching you turn around and you spot a tail? I try not to think too heavily about who I'm tailing. I'm there and I'm keeping track of them. But I'm staying calm about it. Quiet thoughts. I guess it's like that. When you're hunting... It's the exact opposite of what I do in most of our work. (laughs) (laughs) When you're hunting, you might be detectable. So we'll have to be careful about that. But as long as you're not hunting all the time... Or we could use it. When you have, like in the reclamation area, the desire to hunt the Inquisitors, even if it's only reactionary, it's as if you focus the light into a, a more directed wave and it can be picked up by the thing that you're focusing on. It's like if you ever are able to know in a room when somebody has malice towards you, when you're like that guy in the corner is the dangerous one um, and they're the one out to get you, it's like that you focus too strongly with your desire to hurt or desire to find that quarry may be able to like Cass said, get a sense that you're you're after them good to know in any case very good to know mm-hmm does that answer... Does that help things for... you know anything about uh, Inquisitors? Only what I've heard from Master Zeke. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll help if I can. They don't work within the normal structure of Imperial forces. No. How many of them are going to be on this planet? Master Zeke has told me that they have an enclave here. Oh. So... Oh. Right. Wait, um, what? An enclave. They are taught here. They oh, they're taught here. Oh, God. Can we great stop that? I, that would be great. If you were to go that far, you would... It's very dangerous. 
you fought a couple or a few of them in total, but if they were backed by the entirety of the Imperial garrison here, do you think that that's something within your means? Top-down targeted removal while in transit. While in transit. I don't know what that means, but... It means we're not going to fight a war against them, but we can disrupt them. Hit them while they move, disrupt movement, make going from point A to point B as arduous a task as possible. We could have done that before, but we can't do that now. Again, the only person who would... Or you bait them I know that would be able to help you with that would be Master Zeke. They can find us wherever we are. If they can find us wherever we are, but some of us have the ability to hide and are really good at sneaking up on targets or being somewhere like... You, if what he's saying is true for, you're just as useful as Cass in that type of fight. If their eyes are on whatever this light is, and you don't have as much of it as the rest of us, you're as good as he is as far as being invisible. <clears throat> Look, out of character, I know I'm talking about my ass. Listen, that's not what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about point of contact. I'm worried about everything that leads up to point of contact. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think that they can uh, sniff the wind and figure out where we are. But when we make waves, they're going to feel it, I think, is what we're at. And the closer they are, the more details they can pick up. Yeah, if they could just, like... uh, you know, do whatever, and know where we are, they'd be on us already. Yeah. They'd hit us as soon as we got back to the agenda. Yeah, they clearly don't know where we are. So, when we engage, we're going to have to be careful about... No. Strategic. ...how we do things. They weren't at the agenda while we were leaving. Yeah. I suspect that they would be there there. shortly. Right, but if they knew where we were the whole time... Because they'll be following our trail, and they'll know where we were. But if they knew where we were at the time, real time, knew where we were, they would have, they would have hit us as soon as we got back because we were so we weakened. Need, <laughs> we need to ditch the speeder then. Well, I, I believe that you. I don't think so. I don't think we we don't your speeder is legally own this <laughs> speeder, so we I don't think it. it's going to be an issue. If we you were to be stopped at a security checkpoint, you would run the risk of finding out that this is owned by someone else. That's not you. But I don't think you're going to do that. You know, I don't. Actually, off the top of my head, know who owns the speeder? We stole it. From where? From the club. At what point? Oh, yeah, we took it from the club. Uh, Out of character, the rending apathy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we killed the people in charge who took their speeder. Yes. (laughs) No, we didn't kill them. Oh, we killed them. They were a criminal organization, though, so they're not going to follow up on that. But I made them all go home. Really made them all go home. home And And then we just took their speeder. Yep. That's right. Give me your keys. Yep. Okay. Give me your keys. You go home to your family. I'll go home to my family. Those were the the guards outside. Yeah. 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 Yeah, We, that's right. That's right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if they act on it, they're not exactly going to go to the, uh, yeah, they're not going to go to the authorities. And if they come after us, we did, we did exactly what I'm talking about doing the inquisition to them. Top down targeted leadership removal. Right. Pretty much. I have that same ability to feel things in proximity, and the closer that I get to something, the the more details that I can find about it. Can you feel when they're feeling? 
if they get close enough, I'm able to feel okay. their presence. Cool. We got a canary in the coal mine. M- Master Zikatovas told me that it's a very useful ability, and that if I should ever yeah, sense well, them, I should really head away from them. No, wish I knew that ahead of time. Them. If you ever <laughs> sense them, you let us know what direction they're coming from, and then we remove them from the equation. If that's what you want, I will be yes. happy to help you. Yeah, absolutely. As many of them, we want to make looking for us as dangerous as possible, so that none of them will do it. I don't think that will work. It'll work to an extent. Here's here's the the flip side of that. We're gonna try and stay under their radar, but. They've proven that they're gonna show up. They're gonna show up. Mm -hmm. When they show up, it's unlikely we're gonna be able to run away from them effectively because we're gonna have a mission to complete. So we're gonna kill them. So if you can't run, you fight. You fight. We'll ambush them. We'll hit them before they hit us, and we'll take them out before they can really get the job on us. You're making some odd noises for. So now that we know the detriment and possible gains of this situation. Uh, it's imperative that we discuss tactical options in combat. Not every combat is going to have a giant vat of water with a spinning blade below it that I can throw people into. It'd be nice, though. I mean, we could just start luring them all to the water reclamation facility. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a viable strategy. At some point, I'll stop. I'm trying to joke. That's not going over. Here's something I've noticed. They're far more effective in melee than they are with range. Even that uh, uh, that major inquisitor got a blaster. Not as effective as a as a uh, light stick. Right, but at range that, uh, yeah. against us, blasters aren't good. <clears throat> At range against us, blasters against aren't them. Good. Yes, against them. Blasters are not as correct, not as useful. Yes, their training, if it's anything like mine, is designed to stop that. Uh, yeah, meaning that it is uh, at best a last recourse, but to be avoided if possible. But the slug thrower, they can't I actually don't agree. Stop. Uh, I watched Zeke fight against blasters, and I watched a couple of Inquisitors fight against blasters. They can negate most of the damage. They can reflect blasters. Can't reflect slug throwers. And it tires them out. It takes a lot of effort to block those shots. You're getting at the same thing that I'm getting at. And it's that in any situation in which there are multiple Inquisitors, they have to be focused. And it's an endurance. Yeah. We have to, if there are multiples, we have to, as a unit, pick one. Yes. And that one is the one that gets all of the fire until it's down. Depending on additional combatants, I would agree. I think it was much more useful for Cass to eliminate the troopers in that drainage room while you fought the Inquisitors... Well, you fought the Inquisitor than it was to let those troopers continue to fire on us the whole time. That's fair. Yeah, if they want target removal. Like, spot spot target removal on the Inquisitors is a good idea, provided there's not uh, a significant numbers disadvantage. 
If it's an Inquisitor and like three troopers, yeah, those guys aren't going to hit the broadside of a barn and shoot the dude. Get get the Inquisitor down, then deal with the troopers. But if there's a squad of troopers or two squads of troopers, we need to take those guys out before it just becomes attrition. Also remember that when dealing with the Empire, we had the advantage of them being scattered and dealing with small task force, but generally the Empire isn't something that you can just stand against and they'll just break against you. They'll, they'll come at you until you exhaust yourself and then they'll overwhelm right. you. The, the only way you fight the Empire is guerrilla tactics. No, we got that. It's, it's guerrilla tactics. Hit the supplies, move. Hit leadership on the move. Go somewhere else. And we're not going to fight them either. Yeah. We're going to try and complete the mission. We're trying to fight them. <laughs> we have other shit that we need to do. We'll deal with them if they show up, when they show up. Yep. The yeah. odds of them sending a platoon of troopers to deal with us is pretty low. It'd be a bit flattering, though, wouldn't it? It, it would de- be. It depends, because you were just talking about trying to take out the entirety of the Inquisition's forces. I was which, talking about targeting be- Inquisition leadership, potentially. But that's if we need to go after them. Like Cass was saying, if they don't have a way to know where we are in real time, and they have to follow a trail to find us... I mean, they're... They haven't found Zeke yet. All we've got to do is mask our scent. That's all I'm saying. As soon as they can't find that, they're useless. I gotta... (laughs) I'm thinking ahead here, and I apologize for thinking ahead. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think he's telling us to prepare ourselves. Uh, (laughs) Why don't we go to do the Persian ship job? Mm -hmm. Never. Which we're going to do. Are we planning on a in-out stealth mission? Or are we going to acknowledge that that's not going to work and just try and make a splash? Zeke and Jackie have been playing this thing for quite a while. I'm interested to see what uh, data, what information he's bringing to the table. And we'll make a plan from there. Stealth is always a better option. When dealing with a superior force. Yeah. But whatever we're going to do, it's going to have to be really quick. Yeah, we can't be on an Imperial ship for an extended period of time. I was kind of thinking we'd take the Imperial ship. We'd have to get to the... Yeah. That's... I mean, that's a move they don't expect. That's a tall task. That's what I'm thinking. What I'm thinking is we, we try and take over the ship... We scuttle it into the Imperial garrison, and en route, we worry about getting Coop and getting off. The The problem is, is that as soon as we start making it for the command... They'll blow it up. They'll either destroy it, yeah. or, worse than destroying it, they'll have blast doors. And they'll close one in front and one behind. And we're stuck until they deal with whatever they need to deal with. The, the prison ship mission... Until we know more about that ship, like a lot more about that ship, I don't think we even go near it. We already agreed to do it. Right. We don't have enough intel on it to do anything right now. We can't do a stealth mission because we don't know where we're going. Yeah. We're not going to do the mission until we do some, some information gathering and planning. And I think that's Cass's point. Yeah. That you make it really <clears throat> I don't like the prison ship mission at all. 
the entire premise of having to do it is bullshit. Well, we've been on our fair share of bullshit things, so... What's another one? We've well, dragged plenty of other people into our bullshit. Uh... Akla, if I remember correctly, is working on getting this information about... No, he said he couldn't do it? Uh, there was despair during the conversation um, for information gathering, which caused him to react poorly to the hmm. line of questions. So the only thing that you're able to give him was your... I mean, information on the uh, the, the sample. The sample yeah. he said he was going okay. to. Yeah. The prison yeah. ship, he, he absolutely closed the door on that conversation. Yes. Yep. yep. We're getting info on the Ripper, not on prison. That's yeah. what I meant. Okay. Uh, by now, have we arrived at the junkyard? Uh, if you guys are, are ready to be, then yes, you guys can pull I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yep. So you guys pull onto the block, um, and you see up ahead the walled-off uh, section of the coast where the junkyard um, is, and you see the, the two open archways along the street side that lead into them. You do not notice anything on the outside or um, by the door or anything else unusual about the place. Remember, the uh, Bayside Stalkers are in a bad way right now, so keep your eyes open. Yep. They may have uh, been taken over or taken a deal with someone, uh, so keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. And we'll, we'll walk right in the front yeah. door. Yeah, we're just driving on in. Are you driving in? Yeah, we'll drive in. Okay. Why not? There is just enough room for you to be able to drive down the main lane, uh, make your way back. And as you do, you don't notice anyone as far as, like, guards or people walking around or anyone waiting to ambush you. Um, in fact, it seems deserted. I kind of hoped it would look like that, actually. <laughs> uh, when we... For park it kind of close to the You see Giska kind of start to kind of turn his head, radaring a bit, trying to get a sense of <laughs> where, <laughs> Run it where they're at, what's going on, things like that. You picking up anything? No. Alright. I'm gonna hop out of the car. So, as we were driving in, uh, Sadaka leaned over to Ferns, like, park it close to the junk. Make it look like it belongs here. <laughs> so. I mean, that's it's a believable illusion. I just ran, sure. I park normally. <laughs> <laughs> you ran, ram, <laughs> ram the wall. Junk pile. God damn it! You flip it upside down. Yeah. Ah, normal. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if you could do that on command, that would be an incredible feat. <laughs> Stunt driving. When I get out, I'm gonna um, move off to the side and. Uh, just walk around the kind of perimeter of this area. Okay. Stealth around and see if I can see sign of anything or anyone. Hmm. So you start to look around and you know uh, the places where sentries were before people were waiting in ambush and things like that in case anything happened. You know, that there were certain pieces of junk that were um, from almost all angles, they just look like um, some kind of crate, but if you got to a certain point, you saw that it was actually like a covered overhang that people could be under. Um, and you check those spots, and for the most part, those seem to be either dismantled or empty, or unoccupied. Go ahead and make me a perception check. It is going to be hard. Uh, I fail with 
Four advantage. All right. With your advantage, you do not understand what it is you are detecting. However, you hear a swishing sound, a metallic swishing sound, coming from somewhere. Swish. Can I get like a direction on it? It's close by, but with the rain and the uh, the the sound of metal and all the tapping and all that stuff everywhere, it's kind of hard to pinpoint. But you think you're in the proximity of it. All right. Swish, swish, swish. swish. I'm gonna start searching for it. Okay. Stealthily as I can. All right. You begin to do so. Do the rest of you do anything? I'm gonna go to the main building. The main building. Yeah. Okay. As well. Open the door. All right. Uh, As you guys make your way out, uh, you are followed by Giska. Who gets out I will also follow. Mm -hmm. You see that the main shed has been chained closed with a rudimentary lock. So I think of like a a thick boy padlock. What's the difficulty to undo it look like? Um, To pick it, if you have the requisite tools, such as lock, pick, or slicing gear, uh, it would be a hard check. If not, you would have to uh, upgrade it twice. Hearts have turned into two red and a purple. Yep. Yeah, I don't have the equipment for that. <clears throat> Rio, you got anything for this? I do. Oh, oh. I do, actually. Surprisingly enough. <laughs> All right. So what was it again? It is a hard check. Um, no upgrades if you have the requisite tools for it. Okay. And I believe it's Skullduggery is, uh, for picking. We can track something from miles something away. Something that Rio has never had to use. We can Skull kill dozens and dozens of enemies, but as soon as we get to a can door, we can't open. Oh, uh, you can get a boost, yeah. Rio's going to come into play. I have three ability in that. In Skullduggery? No, no. My ability is a three. I have a three cunning. Okay. Uh, if you don't have a three cut, there you go. Yep. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay. And then you said it was hard? It is a hard check. So hard check. Boost. Heck. Yeah, do it. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay. So that's going to be... Helps when you don't uh, want any failure. I know, right? So that's going to be two success with three advantage. Okay. Despite the fact that Gizka comes up and starts to touch the door while you are working on it, and which is somewhat distracting, you are able to... Um, what tools do you have? Slicer's tools. Okay, slicer's tools, fine. Um, you're able to take out a couple of the uh, of the, the semi-bent needle parts of yep. them, get it up there, and just click it open. Yep. Cool. Successfully. The chain comes off and the padlock comes off. If you uh, wish to pocket those, you have a uh, rudimentary lock and a length of chain. Um, but other than that... As soon as the chain's off it, like he's pulling the chain off, I'm going to mm-hmm. open the door as soon as it becomes available to open. It opens into darkness. Uh, the only person who has seen the inside of this shed uh, before was Rio, and there were very dim, almost sort of um, uh, ambient light in here, um, kind of set a mood. Uh, it is dark, uh, and at a sort of hollow feeling in there. Hello? Hello? What are we hoping to find here? The Bayside Stalkers? Yep. I'm going to go to the edge mm-hmm. where the, the floats and... The Being floats dark enough in there, um, the only light source that you have is coming from the uh, partially open door and then at the far end of the covered um, 
uh, wharf dock area that mm-hmm. you're at. There's a little bit of ambient light coming in, just enough so that the surface of the water is just barely visible, and yeah. it just looks to be complete blackness underneath. Mm. This is weird. You don't have the same sense of tingling anticipation. Um, yeah, they should be here, but they're not here. Does it look like so it, there has been a any place to hold up? Scuffle? Any? You see menagerie? probably fairly easily, being you. Yeah. Um, signs of recent activity as far as moving things around. You see places where there's uh, dust circles Foot, where things yeah. were set, footprints, yeah. scuffs, things like that. Um, but you don't see any additional blaster marks or blood or anything like that, and it doesn't appear to have the standard cover-up sign. If you had to guess, looks like people kind of scoop things up and left and went somewhere. So looking at like the footprints and like they're in the dust, we'll say... Is there any extra dust settled? Like, can I give a like a rough estimate of when they? Uh, what's they... a good investigation? Um, perception. Perception. Let's go ahead and make a perception check because okay. it's you and you're looking for this kind of stuff. I will okay. say that it is an average check. Average check. And while we're rolling for that, the Greyhawk Channel. Thank you so much for that raid. Watch hey, out! Hey, what's up? Which is in it. Yep, there it goes. All right, and... <laughs> Excellent, welcome to the Yeah. We are Dumpstack Charisma, and today we're playing our Star Wars Fantasy Flight campaign, Hunt for the Ripper. Hi, Throck. I love you, BB. Hello. <laughs> All right, that's one success and one advantage. If you had to guess, a matter of hours. Oh, shit. Oh, we just missed them. Uh, <laughs> they were just here. All right, can I try and pick up a trail? Ooh. Oh, yes, go ahead. So he's like, they were just here, they were right over here, and he starts pointing sign out, yep. and I'm like, all right, here's feet, and let's do this. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, feet. Wiki oh, feet. tracking? <laughs> I can do this. Um, what's my difficulty look like? We're trying to... <laughs> Fucking wiki feet. Um, oh, so, <laughs> because of the nature of the environment that you are in, uh, it will be uh, average... While you are in the junkyard. And then the environment would add a bunch of setbacks to that, I imagine. The difficulty would increase. The difficulty increases? Because once you... Setbacks. Environment... I'll I'll explain that. It's average for now, and I will will continue the narrative from there. So if you'd like to make that, then go ahead. What do you need, sir? Uh, I need two yellow. Yeah. uh, One green. Yeah, yeah. The two purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My tracking is all focused on removing detriment. Mm-hmm. This is debris. Less detriment and more of environmental change. Yeah, um, yeah. The situation yeah, yeah. changes. Bang! That's hard to explain without telling you the details. Wow, you uh, do it. Three success, three threat. <clears throat> As you begin to look around, it gets a little bit more difficult for you to track it, but you notice that a lot of people have um, picked up boxes or moved wheeled devices uh, of things that have been in place. And the tracks seem to lead you along the main route out of the the the, um, okay. the uh, junkyard that you're in. Um, you think that they successfully make it to the exit of the junkyard uh, without impediment. Um, and that is the only details that you're able to pick with that roll. If you'd like to track them along street, that becomes much more difficult. Because it uh, transfers from something full of debris and small scraps of metal and, and pieces of wrapper and things like that that may have been disrupted to pure permacrete. Becomes a four difficulty tracking check. I believe in you. Yeah. Uh, I think 
I'm gonna use a destiny point. I'm gonna take a shot at it. Do okay. it. So you want to aid please. him? Can I aid him? Yes. A boost. Oh, a boost. Because of you picking up the uh, evidence of them departing, yeah. you're able to point out. Well, um, there was a wheeled crate over here, so you're looking for something with two wheels because they probably propped it up and dragged it. And, stuff. Yep. and you can kind of give him a couple of pointers on what to look for. Nice. You got any spooky abilities to... Um... I really... After the conversation we just had, it's like, it's tough, but like, this is exactly where I do it. Do it! I need two force die and a boost, please. Here's a boost. Here's some forcey boys. Forcey boys. All of mine just... There was definitely a Bayside stalker that uh, had some animosity towards us. So I'm going to start trying to find that guy in particular. Your reconstruction. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's just because of the nature of how we used it. Yeah. Or if it was because um, that's how it works. But I seem to recall that you can uh, detect what happened to someone uh, who died yeah. a day out. Correct. Yeah. Within can... 24 hours. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's like the physical still, characteristics of a person present twenty four hours. Can you do that even if there's no body? A, a physical characteristics of any person if present. Any, of any person present. My my question is, yeah. well, what is the catalyst of the power activating? You know, I don't think I, he needs a body. I don't, okay. I don't yeah. think it requires. Then, I don't, I don't, I don't knowing that that person is there, I would imagine would help. We know a specific Bayside stalker that would be easier for us to track. Because we know they're like lieutenant or their second yeah. command. I will go ahead and for this session make a call that there is no need for a catalyst. I would like us just to check on that after the session just sure. to make sure. Um, but go ahead and roll whatever check is required to determine the reconstruction. Um, and then you can also roll your, your tracking check. Yep. I'm looking for that one dude too. Like, that's the guy that's on my mind, one. Um, his name, if you remember, is Angsty he is, McGee. He is an angsty lieutenant. Yeah. And he, his name is Tristan. Did I write down Tristan? I don't know if he did or not. But that's just in big letters on the back of the page. Oh. Fuck Tristan. That's Tristan is the acting lieutenant for this group of um, Bayside Stalkers. Bayside Stalkers. Uh, which is unusual because usually there's multiple lieutenants, but you also got the intel that the group has shrunk down to the last remaining because things have happened to the rest of them. And it wasn't quite clear on what that was. Because we happened. Well, they blamed us. Oh, oh, buddy. I wanted to wait for the reconstruction to That's see That's a it. failure with two advantage. Uh, roll one more boost die. Damn. Oh, no, four no, advantage. I'm sorry. Four advantage. Unless there's something you can do with the advantage, then... Uh, nope. Uh, you do not pick up any signs of criminal uh, uh, struggle, violence, yeah. or anything like that. It appears as if there's a methodical egress, but the details of it, besides the general um, narrative, is, is not... They right. knew they were leaving now, so... Which would be a little bit more helpful. So I got three dark side pips. Oh, Which, I, in order to use Seek through that, I would have to flip another Destiny point. Do it. Whatever, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn. YOLO, motherfucker! Does that still help with your tracking check, though? Um, it will allow me to uh, find him. Okay. While, so, basically, like, the, the, the background to how Sonata kind of tracks 
people. If it's a specific target, he's looking for the physical, but as his mind kind of focuses on that target, he sees more of where they are and then backs up to how they got there based on where he is. Okay. So, like, if I know that somebody's in a warehouse somewhere and there's these things around them and I know the environment, I go, okay, he's probably in this warehouse district. And if I was trying to get there from here, this is where we'd go. Okay. And then it follows physical tracks as best he can as well. Well, let's do it then. So, so with the result of the tracking check is four success and two threat. Okay. Nice. And then with that, I get... It's on the front first, which is seek. Is where is it? Seek is where I go. Oh my god! For seek, so for two of them, I get the general location uh, or direction of a person or object. I'm looking for the direction. I want to know where he went, how he went there. Okay. The direction Uh, for you is roughly southwest. Okay. How the direction then? And then for the one. Extra, I can use the other piece I have here, which gives me uh, where to go. I think that's magnitude, mm-hmm. um, which I have three ranks of, so I get three additional details um, about. Yeah, since I'm kind of looking of the direction where he went, I'm looking for details about the path he took. If that's something that I could get. Um, so you get three additional details, and you want to know about the path? Right. So basically, while I'm tr- since I'm like tracking it, I'm like, this is the path he took. I know he went this direction. Um, I've got the trail itself as far as like the hard trail. My understanding so like, of Seek is that you are able to determine details about his the, current situation. You have the situation. book. Can I get the book? I had it. Uh, it's right there. I believe last time you had explained this to me, you explained it as you were yes. able to pick up details about their and current situation. And I was looking situation. for their current location at that time. Okay. It's, two, it's the two ways that you can use Seek. Let's It'll go ahead and, and, and let's get that because uh, it, it changes some things. Yeah, it changes a lot about how that works, and it's on page 302. I will switch back to you, and mm-hmm. I would like you to make a hard perception check. Hard. You have been spending time so you need to make another perception check. All right. I'm not amazing oh. at perception. Possibly. So magnitude upgrade. Spend uh, one to gain an additional helpful detail per rank of magnitude about the location, direction, or path of the target. Okay, path works. Perfect. Okay. It does exactly what we're looking for. All right. We need this back? No, I'm I, I got what I needed for that. One success, two advantage. Okay. That's awesome. So uh, <laughs> I got a couple things I'll, I'll go over. Um, first, I'll start with you. Uh, you were able to determine... Uh, how many details did you get? I get three additional. One detail that you get is that you uh, see that in the direction that they were heading, they turned off the beaten path in a uh, what appears to be some kind of abandoned covered area that descends down. A little easier. Um, so you, you, you get a, a picture of this sort of um, courtyardy type area with columns... And a roof over the top that has certain parts where it has collapsed or broken through and appears to have been long neglected slash abandoned. Um, and it descends down a ramp deeper underground. That's one okay. detail. You still have two more details. You can continue to ask about the path or other details. What, what I'd like to do is kind of hold that for while I'm tracking them. So like okay. as we move through like to get to that area, um, as long as I can hold the path itself, because I've got the four... 
success on physically tracking them through survival. So what I'm looking for is like as we get to another place, another detail will fall in place mm-hmm. for me. So I go, okay, the trail is going to go this way, and then another detail later. Is that something that we can do with that? I can. I, it's kind of hard to understand what you're what you're asking for, but I can absolutely. You know, you have that so picture like, stuck in your head, and you can use your points to set up checkpoints along that path so you can continuously confirm that you are going along the right path. If that's the only details that you want, I will say that you have a landmark-to-landmark-to-landmark basis. Yeah, basically what I'm trying to do with it is, like, I can't think of a, of a movie that actually does it where when you're, when you're like, trailing behind somebody, um, they'll cut to, like, the previous scene where that group that's being trailed was there before and did something. And then, so they see that. Um, the only thing that I can think of with it is like the, what Sherlock does, but that's more of what they're about to do, not what they've already done. Yes, because I can tell you about their path. I can't narrate them moving from point A to point B, though. I can give you facts about it, but I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't describe yeah. he, in detail. Yeah. He, he wants to follow the path, and then as he's following the path, every time we go to a location that he's seen, then he, he gets a glimpse of the next place. That seems fair. Um, so yeah. it's, it's a bit... I think Checkpoints spooling out as we go along. I think it's yes. a bit unusual, because um, I think the most uh, accurate way to describe it is that you get a series of images, and as you move forward, you check them off that you arrived at those places at that point. Because um, I don't. Yeah, have, I, I could. I could probably get them all right now. Because I don't. I don't and know kind of to... just have them, and then as we arrive there, it'll be like, okay, where would I have gone from here? I have oh, an this idea of the way it looks, but my, yeah, game, my so. my concern is um, queuing up a check for later uh, seems like a, a strange practice. Well, like, based on the power, I would get them all right now. Mm-hmm. I just until they're reasonable to like what I'm seeing. What Sonata seen physically, mm-hmm. it's not something he's gonna like comment about or say. Perfect. Anything. Okay, we'll go with that. So, um, so you get uh, several flashes of um, like details about the path that will become relevant as you, uh, if you choose to to continue your tracking out onto the road. Um, you are able to see where the sort of like mud and dirt of the junkyard stretches out in tire tracks, um, small, small, minuscule little like, just pieces that, little, just that barely that, that curve and, on. and go off in the direction that you felt was the right direction. So you're pretty sure that you have a solid lead. All right, path goes this way. We following? Well, yeah. All right. While you are searching around, um, the swishing sound is periodic. Where it swish, 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 and then stops, and then swish, 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 swish. And you actually use that as sort of like a hot or cold, because as you like pick up and you turn one way, you'll hear it coming from the other way. So you'll turn around and you'll follow it back. And after a short amount of time, you get up to a section of um, sort of like a, a, a mound of light garbage. Um, that seems to be where your destination is. And as you approach it, you, you hear the swish, 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 swish coming from directly inside of it. And uh, if you continue to approach, by the time you get about five feet away, it splashes open in a, uh, in a, in a rain of small uh, debris and garbage, and popping out of it is a familiar-looking feline droid. Um, and you can tell from the swishing as it smacks pieces of debris out of the ground is a tail wagging. God damn it. It's Zeke's dog cat. Why was it in the cat trash? Because that's where it belongs. <laughs> And you can, take, you can take that to the bank. Is your master around? 
It whimpers. Want to bark? Just let it bark. <laughs> I shrug and walk away. I'll just go rejoin the group. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll hit Cobb to just be like, Cast. Not sure where you're at. We've got uh, the trail. We're following it around. Looks like they're they're heading underground. I'm just a little northeast of where we parked. Found Zeke's uh, pet thingy. I guess bring it with you. It's already following. It'll you. probably follow you anyway. Yeah, it's following <laughs> me. Are we uh, taking the car? Might I think well. this is an on foot type of move. If you want to grab the car, I'll let you know if we hit terrain that it's you can just not slow roll behind us. Down. Did they travel on foot? Looks like it. Foot and wheeled carts. Then uh, we might as well leave the car where it is. Uh, it it's is. a it's a pretty safe place to leave yeah, it. Got James Bond this shit. Boop, boop. <laughs> uh, get get Mo. <laughs> the door just swings open after the locking mechanism done, and you hear boop, 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 boop. And for those of you that understand, it's like, damn right I'm coming. And he hunkers out, steps down, and begins to wheel out. Uh, uh, I stop him, and then I pick him up and I place him in the backpack, and then put on my back. Classic. Backpack There's just a long whistle which translates to fine. <laughs> also, I need a character sheet for Gitmo. That's true, you do. I made one for Spike, so I will make one for Gitmo. Gitmo paper. The lovable astromech. What do Spike's stats look like? I'm curious now. That's for me to know and for you to know. Later. <laughs> <laughs> there is somebody who has dedicated himself as his caretaker, so he gets the sap. Uh, there is no reason why it to be classified unless they want no, it to it's, be... No, it would be a distraction right now. Yep. So I so, get why I'm not looking at it right now. They uh, went out of their way to make sure that this place looks like it wasn't inhabited. Yeah, Took down their uh, their sentry posts and everything like that. Did a really good job, Rio. Uh, helped point out kind of what they used. So I'm able to pick up the track pretty easy. Looks like they went down over here. You hear um, Yeah, yeah! Shut up. What do you want? Tail, switch, 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 switch. What do you want? He takes a step, uh, hop, bounds a couple uh, uh, a couple meters down the direction that you pointed, and then turns and looks at you. All right, no, you back of the line. Pointed <laughs> hitters, point and back. it just kind of like sits down on its haunches and just waits. I'm fine with that too. <laughs> well, we're going this way. Maybe maybe Sig's coming. Are we uh, we're gonna spite. Says Sig's Yeah. Yep. Just one big just, whistle. If you. If you can keep spite, if y'all can keep spite and cat droid as I think we have more to worry about cat droid than we do have out to of my way spite. as possible. So I would appreciate it. He's in the vehicle. He hasn't been let out as far as I've been told. So I'll get you, him at the same time I get get. Yeah, yeah. Back How back. do you do that? Spite, come on. The car. We gotta go. Okay. <laughs> uh, he uh, does not like being in the car and jumps out. Nearly bowling over getting away. Man, he would destroy that thing if we left him in there. <laughs> yeah. <it was. laughs> Literally. There, depending on how we handled it. We would have a convertible when we came back. <laughs> and Except we, we would have lost the time. anymore. No. He begins to sniff around and explore the uh, the junkyard. No, come on, we gotta go. Continues to explore. Carry him. 
that would be very, very heavy. <laughs> Grab his ass and try. He's not color, is he? <laughs> about to be. He's about to fucking chop I mean, you color. do have a length of chain. I do have a length of chain. <laughs> I was actually thinking about wearing that with the, the old school lock. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Sometimes it pays to be blind. I will just start <laughs> just start walking away. Okay. He uh, does not seem to uh, understand that it is time to depart and continues to uh, start digging through the garbage. Can Wookiees whistle? Sure. You have lips, don't you? Sure. Uh, I will whistle loudly. To- he uh, seems to get his attention to look up at you, um, but doesn't seem to know why that happened. Uh... I'll do it twice more and kind of wave at him. <laughs> it tilts its head. You're making a this motion. Gitska, what's the command for let's fucking go? <laughs> um, well, his, his training wasn't really complete, um, but usually I have a treat and uh, get his attention that way. You got any rations? <laughs> I have some... Some... Uh, Stuff that could be used as a treat. Does first like going through a satchel? You know, I don't need your charity. <laughs> um, it helps to for animals to establish what certain things mean, um, and have one consistent thing be that. So when it's like heal or come to me, uh, have a treat, and then uh, make one consistent response to that. So like if you're gonna whistle, have the treat, get his attention, hook him over, and then. Keep doing that. I like animals. I'm processing a bunch of different responses to that to find one that is appropriate for the situation, and I am struggling. <laughs> Do you need help getting spite wrangled? Uh, sure. Rio, will you or... Gets to go get Spike, please. Well, I I think if Fur wants it to come to him to understand verbal command, I, I don't use a lot of verbal commands with him. Um, if Fur okay. wants to teach it verbal commands, um, he, he should start with uh, a basic "come here" command, and we should practice that. Do you want to go give Fur some treats? So he yeah, has- he opens up like he's got like a book bag, and he like opens it up and like pulls out a small thing of like. Dried meats and just kind of like holds it out. Just take he one of went these. back to the car. He's not there. We're well, no, following the track, I thought, and you went back to the car to get get Mo and Spite. That was before we left. I, I imagine that oh. this is like you guys took the okay. to the action to leave, and then we were collecting, and then this. Yeah. Okay, this no, that's fair. Out. That's fair. I'm trying just to establish that he has no frame of reference for training. So, All right. he hands you uh, the thing and then whistle, and I will try to uh, help. I whistle. Okay. Uh, Gizka seems to concentrate a little bit. Uh, so when uh, Spike turns and kind of like looks like he's hearing something like in the distance, and then just sort of trots over to you and then uh, accepts the treat aggressively. <laughs> Come on, dipshit, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing that you still have treats in your hand and as you begin to walk, he continues to follow. He's gonna snatch that whole bag a little bit. That whole bag. Smash that whole hand. <laughs> He's gonna try. He can't bite through first skin. Hmm? 
We now we have Doggo in tow. Okay. We're going to head to the... Is it stairs or a ramp? Uh, you believe that it is a ramp. Okay. We're going to head down the ramp and get underground here. So you follow the trail and you have the collective um, checkpoints in your mind that establish that you are going in the right direction, um, that they've been past here. Uh, and eventually you come across what in your mind you recognize as a large opening, and it appears to have been some kind of, like, open-area shopping market or something like that that had, like, a covering. Um, think, like, a gas station cover, but sort of a little bit wider and a little bit arched um, mm-hmm. uh, with, like, open walls that go out, and then along the far end where used to be buildings that have either been partially collapsed, boarded up, or things like that. Um, so... It would be fairly open air if it wasn't for the, the covering. And you see towards the back of it, along um, you know, rows of benches, there's that opening that descends down further. Right. This whole area seems to be mostly devoid of any activity. Alright, I'm assuming it can still follow the physical trail and all, too? It has okay. grown significantly um, less obvious, but by this point, you're just, you know that you're on the right point. Alright, so we'll keep following the trail through here. Uh, Cast a field sweep just to make sure that we're we're not going to get ambushed going through here. That'd be great. I will move off to the side and up ahead. Okay. I will do my best to not disturb the trail, um, but I'll move along the side and push forward as stealthily as I can. It looks like the trail goes straight down the center of the columns um, directly to that opening. Um, and I'll activate um, life sign and motion. Okay, how far does that reach out to? Um, I don't know, but I think it's in here. Okay. Well, you're getting pretty close from long into medium, so if it's anything like that, uh, you are able to detect both of you about the same time as you kind of curve off ahead and you turn on the scanner. You sense about one life sign coming to, um, to view, and as you get closer to the, uh, to, the, to the ramp down, you see what appears to be a slight tarp coming off one of the edge of the walls, kind of coming down as if a small tent has been made in the lee of the, of the angle of the stone. There's you, you see a person of some sort in there. Uh, what do they look like? Uh, small, hunched over, uh, hooded. Um, they seem to have a couple uh, like bags around them. Uh, at a first glance, they appear to be a vagrant of some sort. Um, the hood is not distinguishable as uh, like Zeke's hood or the hood of uh, one of the stalkers. But they, they're there. Uh, I will pause where I am and look for a way to get around them without them seeing me. And uh, I will radio back uh, that there's one person up ahead on the right side in a Lee um, hooded figure, possibly a vagrant, possibly a scout. Okay. So the general purpose scanner uh, has an operational range of up to one and a half kilometers. Okay. That is significant. Um, the downside is that... Uh, I probably have it scaled so that it's not kicking out a kilometer away city. from me. Yeah, yeah we're, um, we're trying to pick up specific areas. Also, I'm underground, so it's probably not going to pick up things on the surface. Or under a cover. Did we actually go like like into a, like an undercity? Not yet. Nope. Okay. You walk, you walk down the road, okay. you found a sector of the residential area that seems abandoned, and... Uh, and it has a path down to some kind of, like, under... Under area. Okay. Yeah. 
So once we get down there, I'll probably have to tune it a little bit to get it to not have an echo. Mm-hmm. Um, but for right now, yeah, I'm just trying to get... I want, like, maybe a couple hundred meters in it's, front of me. Yeah, so it's that I difficult can, to do I, that because uh, this general scanner doesn't go through the ground very well. But um, you do get the sign of one immediate life sign, and then you think that your scanner is trying to tell you about more up ahead, but its signal is um, jumbled because of yeah. uh, it, it's not getting a strong enough read on that. Yeah. You think that if you were to try and bypass this guy, you'd have to go around the long way to behind the opening and hop down behind where the tent was, um, quietly enough that you weren't detected. But you think that you could pull that off. I'll just do that. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a stealth check. It's going to be contested. Uh, uh, it's going to be three dice, so two purple and one red. Do the thing! It's a lot of successes in there. Yeah. Yeet. All right. One, two, three, four, five success and two advantage. All right. The stone is uh, a little bit moist, uh, but when you land, you do so with uh, nary a whisper. Um, so you kind of uh, leg over, let yourself sort of extend downward so there's minimum possible distance between you and the ground. And when you let go, there's... You, you hearing yourself and being your own, your own worst critic, you believe that you landed uh, successfully. There is no overt reaction from the person in the tent. Um, and as you get closer, uh, go ahead and make an average perception check. Uh, with a setback. With a setback. Remove yeah. the setback. Find a way to do it. There are many, many ways to do it. I have none of them. Uh, I succeed. One success. Okay. Um, you believe that this person appears to be wearing um, commoners, vagrancy clothes, and all that stuff, like poor quality, trashes around them and stuff like that. But you also get the sense that um, you have the same feeling of someone is doing the same strategy that you have pulled off in the past, which is uh, nobody cares about a vagrant. And you think that this opening has, coincidentally, is abandoned except for this one person right here. That, uh, that strikes you as, um, okay, this person is trying to look like a vagrant. Okay. Do they smell like piss? No. Yeah, that's a sure sign. <laughs> <laughs> Few people go the extra mile to piss themselves to really seem like a vagrant. Does mm-hmm. cats usually do that? You also <laughs> notice one of the major things that, that basically nails, the, uh, nails down the lid for you is that they have several items of fresh quality rations with them. Uh, normally you wouldn't expect to see that, but they appear to be actively consuming in the moment. Um, uh, I wouldn't say good quality, but um, uh, no detriment for uh, like drink and food and stuff like that. Uh, so and it, le- and it looks relatively fresh, and you know that uh, vagrants wouldn't have this kind of um, quality stuff. All right, I will move uh, farther along the path mm-hmm. uh, so I can calm back without uh, giving myself away, and I will uh, let the party know that I think that it's a scout left behind on the trail for the uh, uh, Bayside Stalkers. Or someone. I don't think it's a vagrant. 
objection? Do you have any objection to us approaching it? Not uh, at approaching all. them. All right, we'll go right through. All right, so I'm gonna follow the trail until I get to about that point, and then when I have uh, line of sight on the tent, does he have line of sight of me following the track? Uh, yeah, so the way that the tent okay. is and the way it is on the ramp is that if he kind of sits forward and up, he can see sort of eye level at the um, the opening, which again signals in your mind that this is the optimal place to kind of be out of sight, but also have line of sight of the only entrance to this area. Um, and uh, as you approach, unless you guys do so in any kind of stealthy, uh, let's not get attention, you are a large group, and uh, you, uh, as you approach, you do notice that they do sit up, and they seem to stop eating for a second and otherwise hold their position. Yeah, as soon as they sit up, I'm going to be basically like, yep, we see you too. No, you're a scout. The stalkers come down here already? Uh, the person seems a bit aghast by your statement, um, and they do not readily respond. However, they will look uh, sort of like left and right at your group. Let me rephrase. Is Tristan down here, or do I need to go find him myself? Uh, he retreats back into his tent. <laughs> I'm just gonna sigh, like, cast you still one side of the tent. Yep. If he comes out with a weapon, end him, please. Yeah. <laughs> I will move back towards him a little bit. <laughs> and I'm going to continue following the trail as though this guy is not there. <laughs> as you approach, go ahead and make an average perception check. I imagine this guy in his little tent thing going, uh, that's not my job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you do it. Oh, uh, no, I don't. don't. Uh, I... One failure. One failure? I rolled a double failures on one of my... Uh, you believe that he goes back into the tent with purpose, but for what, you have no idea. So, uh, <laughs> If he emerges with a weapon, he's going to have a bad day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so after a moment, uh, he does come back out of the tent uh, as you guys approach. Yeah, I mean, I'm not they're, stopping. They're just following the trail. I gave, you guys I, are a couple dozen meters away uh, when, when he comes back out of the tent, uh, and he seems to be crouched low and to the point where most of his body seems to be somewhat out of sight, um, and he uh, appears to have a more determined look on his face, but it is guarded. Um, Does he have a weapon? I go ahead and make one more average perception check. Okay. Because if he comes out with a weapon, the guy might die before he can say anything. Uh, I succeed that one. Uh, one success. You believe that in his hand he is holding an instrument. Um, it doesn't strike you as a weapon uh, right away, but after a moment of looking at it, you do believe it is a bow. He's got a bow. So he's definitely a stalker. Uh, I don't know anyone else that uses a bow. He's definitely a stalker. <laughs> you might want to let him know that we come in peace. Or Good see call. what he does. I don't think he's going to take out anyone in one shot. I'm going to kind of... So we're... So is he like on a, a rise from us, or are we on even ground? So here's the ground. You guys are approaching. The ramp goes down mm-hmm. in sort of like a, a rectangle that goes down until it's low enough that it just continues deeper down. He is on that ramp mm-hmm. with the tent sort of pitched uh, on the side of the, the hill to give him some kind of a uh, little bit of cover. Uh, but his about chest down is out of view. 
um, because of the, the line of sight. They're like, look, Scout, since I don't know your name, that's your name now. Um, <clears throat> if you make the mistake of attacking us while we're looking for the stalkers to try and help them, and to also try and establish a little bit of a base for us, uh, since we haven't heard from y'all in a while, we tried to check the junkyard first, we followed you here. We're not here to hurt anybody, uh, but we will defend ourselves if you force us to. So, can you just let us know if Tristan is down here and we're going the right way, and maybe make meeting up with the rest of them a little easier? Or, can you go away? (laughs) Um, Let's go ahead and have an average perception check. Uh, Difficulty is obviously average. Uh, This is actually someone else making the check. Uh, It is going to be two greens and a yellow. Failure. Mm, Failure with uh, four advantage. Okay. As you uh, are approaching, being like, bro, we got this. We know what's going on. Uh, He draws. And he will uh, pull the bow out and knock an arrow and be like, identify yourselves. We're fucking Han Jovi. Doesn't seem to register. I guess I'll draw. Do you want this guy's dead? <laughs> I'll set it to stun and I'll go ahead and just pop him. He pops. <laughs> uh, he does let go of the arrow. Goes wildly so, uh, He's gonna it cause the shot to happen. Um, so go ahead and uh, it is a two yellow and a green at. You. But without being able to aim, he's stunned. He was aiming at you. Right, but if, he, if you stunned. fall unconscious, you don't just release. There's an impact. I'll upgrade okay. the difficulty once, then. So, one red, one purple? Uh, I guess well, it's I'll a short dodge. Range or... It's a short range? Or... Uh, short range, yeah. So okay. then, if he's dodging, it'll be one red, one purple. Yep. Okay. Got any defense? Nope. Yeah. Uh, success with uh, uh, two advantage. One success. One success. Uh, so it is seven pierce two. One. Basically, he releases, falls forward, and just (laughs) struck with an arrow. But he falls face first onto the ground. Can we not go somewhere and get shot at? No. Take the arrow out. <laughs> we went over this in the car, remember? That's fair. Throw it off to the side. Ow! Yeah. Rip an arrow out of you. No, no mm-hmm. big deal. So the guy's alive, right? He's just stunned? Yeah, he basically fell into his heap of stuff. Fucking dick. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna search him. Mm-hmm. So, searching him, uh, you quickly determine that uh, the gear that he is wearing is uh, false. Uh, he is uh, clean, and he is kempt, um, but his uh, attire, while also clean, is designed to look frayed and, and broken and things like that. However, inside the tent, you do find that there are uh, several things that uh, do not strike you as normal. There is a well-functioning space heater. There are uh, a good supply of quality rations, uh, like a small, like handheld device that you can see. 
Um, and I got a space heater? Come on. Just and crawl in some trash, bro. It'll be fine. <laughs> Should have brought some trash um, And there is a uh, high-quality <laughs> composite uh, longbow and several um, arrows. And a, and a quiver of arrows with him. He also appears to have a communicator on him. I'm going to... Hold up the communicator as I exit the tent. And... Actually, you want to talk to him? No, you've done so well. Continue. I mean, if we're going to knock them all out, at least we better. I'm going to move farther along our path and keep an eye out for anyone coming to investigate. So what kind of comm is it? Is it just like a handheld comm? Yeah, it's like one of the little small cylinders. Okay. Hey, this is... (laughs) This is Sonata from Han Jovi. Your scout decided to shoot me, so we knocked him out. Yeah, that's how the order that Deception check! <laughs> I don't fucking care if they believe me or not. They probably don't. They don't like me. <laughs> um, we're trying to meet up with you guys, and, I mean, we will find you. <laughs> so, I'm so I'm going to... No. Stop. Do you hear yourself right now? Very... I'm really annoyed right now. I'm weak. me the calm. Yo, what up? This is Perk. <laughs> uh, we're looking for the Bayside Stalkers uh, for a business arrangement. If you have seen them. Uh, this guy got in the way and like, you know, that's his fault. Uh, he's alive though, so we didn't kill him because uh, we're trying to be nice people here. And we would appreciate some more nice people uh, to happen now. You know, I kind of lost my train of thought when I started talking. And <laughs> All right, now pause and let them respond. There's a long delay. Oh, sure there is. It seems as if no one is going to respond. And about the time that you decide to open your mouth and say something else, you hear, is the speaker with you? The what? The what now? They're asking for a speaker. Do we have any audio equipment or... <laughs> yeah, we have speakers. What do you... Just Is that me... you? Just give me the calm. Are you the speaker? Just give me the calm. God damn it, he's the speaker. It's really quick. Just give it to him. Yes, the speaker is with us. <laughs> I really hope There's a processing moment of delay and they say continue forward. What does that even mean? Thank you. What the fuck is happening? You remember when I'm on my space journey? No. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> they gave you some You weren't around. That's that. right. You were, you were in some goo. Never mind. Um, so I went on a space journey. Uh, yeah, some shit happened. Um, uh, I don't think that's going to explain the situation at all. No, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Long story. When we have time to sit and chat, I'll let you know. There's an entity. It's called the Depths. It touched me. Uh, yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not filing a police report. Nope. Uh, all right. We're gonna keep we moving. Go. Continue following their trail. Okay. You go down the ramp, uh, it descends for um, a few dozen meters into a small um, underground causeway. Uh, it's pretty pretty blank, pretty pretty spartan. 
Um, there's emergency lights, but they appear to be non-functional, so you quickly get into darkness. Uh, at the end, you see like a corrugated metal um, like security fence that rolls down and, and, and secures going from deeper in. However, as you approach it, you hear a series of audible clicks and a, and a sound of like a chained metal-on-metal um, metal sound of oh, as it pulls nice. up. And you see several uh, several stalkers um, opening the gate. And they Good. appear to be like at the ready, like in case they something happens. They decided to show up. <laughs> no need for it. We're just here to find you. And we have! Nice place you've got now. Uh, Fur, go ahead and make a average... Um, what's a good one for determining someone's motives? Uh, possibly vigilance. Vigilance. Uh, possibly ahead. perception. Go ahead and make a vigilance check for average. No. Nope. Okay. Failure. Okay. You feel Gizka's hand on your back as you oh. uh, approach forward, but you don't uh, interpret that as anything unusual. Why are you touching the small of my back? Doesn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> so, do I see anybody that looks like they're in charge here, or does it just look like more guards? At the moment, you just see the guards. Um, they open the door and they scope you out, and after a tense moment, they kind of seem to release a little bit of the tension on their bows and stuff like that. Yeah, as soon as the, but you the path is able to be gone down again, I just continue going down. Like I'm, yeah. I'm going to acknowledge that they're there, leave my weapons stowed, and just keep moving. Mm-hmm. As you make your way in, um, you find yourself in... The only way to explain it is like an underground shopping mall. So it's very small, so it's not as large as, as the picture you're probably getting. It's probably about like... Um, Two compartments or departments, um, a divider wall, two more, and then two more on the far away. Um, it appears to be about two-story, where there is a walkway that goes around to all of the different departments with a causeway through the middle of it that seems to be suspended in the air that separates the entire facility like a big old gate. Underneath, you do look down, and the ramp kind of... Uh, uh, so there's a... What do you call the flat part of a stairwell? Um, landing? A landing. And then it descends down beneath that balcony to a lower level, mm-hmm. where you see that the same process of uh, two, two, and two department stores continues. Um, however, the lower area appears to be flooded by at least several feet of water. Of course it is. This looks like a really good position to have if somebody has to come to you. When the party is going through the little gate, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping everyone there is focused on the party and watching them, making sure that they're legit or even just being curious, I would like to slip off to the side. Okay. This will be contested because you're actively being. Hell yeah, it is. Um, this is going to be. Well, a I'm basically check. like have been stealth, and then like they open the gate, and then the party's going through, and I'm like. Woo! Yeah. Um, so, in order not to draw attention to yourself, because yes. there is a significant amount of people on guard here, it's going to be three red. Three reds. You want a destiny point? You got four. Nah, fuck it. I don't care if I got caught. 
What, and I'm go, feeling what, pretty what, confident. What are they going to do? Yeah, what are they just going to be upset with me? Hey, I see you sneaking there. Uh, it doesn't Fuck matter. You. Yeah, the fucking Skyrim yeah. guard's going to come after me, and he's going to be like, dude. Stormtrooper suddenly just pop out from around the corner, auto-spawning. Okay, so that's going to be... I'm not missing anybody, am I? It worse. Turns out the base side stalkers One, two, two success, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten advantage. Okay. <laughs> you believe that with the Wookiee and Sonata being surly and the fact that they seem to take a step back when they see that Rio is the in the voice. Um, <laughs> you believe that they are uh, distracted enough that they didn't pay attention to you. Mm-hmm. On a reality TV show, he's the speaker. With ten advantage on a stealth check, I'm not even sure that I exist anymore. <laughs> you just phase out. I'd, like to, I'd <laughs> like to spend my uh, advantage to have people forget that I exist. I'm going to pull a fucking Pegasus and just go through the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make that reference. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, and I'm going to shadow the party off to the side and just be within acting range. Mm-hmm. Um, the area that you go into does not appear to have any active power sources going, but you do notice a several familiar articles of um, uh, cell-operated um, modular devices, lanterns, things like that, that have seemed to illuminate the area in a dim but um, competent amount of light that people can act freely without consequence. Um, sort of dotted throughout the upper balcony and in several of the department stores appear to be um, lit up in a way. Uh, it looks like that this is uh, habitated by people who have brought everything they needed here and turned it into a sort of shelter. Um, you do see that there are several other stalkers, hoods up, hoods down. Some of them are in um, uh, sort of casual mode and seem to be kind of like coming out of the department store to see what's going on. Um, but for the most part, nobody seems to react harshly or aggressively, or um, if defensively, it's it's very minor. Like, oh, you know, like is this happening right now? Okay, okay, it's, it's, okay, we're good. Okay. You're the speaker. Yeah, man, you're the speaker. Everyone kind of turns and like looks at you expectantly, like, well, if you're the speaker, you should know what's happening right now. And in the time that you know, like, you're kind of like, well, what do I do with that? Yeah. Uh, you do see a familiar face kind of coming around the corner towards the landing that you guys are on, and uh, you recognize Tristan, accompanied by several um, uh, other stalkers who appear to be in a more ready position. Oh, great! Tristan is here. Tristan look, is here. Look, his guards are just as pleased to see us as they always are. Well, of course they are. <laughs> Got yourself some new digs? Yes. Uh, we received some advice that we should probably move after having been discovered at our previous location. So, Oh, who gave you that advice? advice? Well, apparently he's a friend of yours. Um, and he offered this place up as... God a, damn it. Is he here? You bet I am. <laughs> Mother son of a bitch! Around around them, a smaller figure who is tailing them uh, steps out, and you notice immediately the black robes, the black and red cloak, and then the gold and gold and black uh, mask of Zeke. As he steps you out, bet I am. <laughs> as he kind of like steps out uh, purposely, like as if he was waiting for his cue, and he sits there with his kind of like his his fists on his hips, um, proudly. We didn't need you to leave the stupid dog. I wasn't sure. Sure. Really? 
I don't know how he trusts us to get anything done if he can't trust us to follow this many people. What's the latest? Well, I went to the place that you told me to go, and I found this group of disparate survivors okay. um, trying to uh, hold a scrap of ground that they told me had been revealed to their enemies, and I uh, generously offered one of my safe houses as a secondary option for them. I will give you that this is a really good safe house. I found a few in my time here. Um, this one has been long abandoned due to its reputation, so I believe that it was uh, opportune. Uh, as he pointed out, um, a really great bottleneck. Uh, you it's misinterpreted. Solid. I didn't care about this. Oh. Uh, I was oh, talking about the job. Is there more information about the job? Hi, it's nice to see you too. Welcome. When have we ever exchanged pleasantries? Han Jovi's about business, business, business. Hmm. To be fair, pretty much every exchange that we've had with you has either ended with work, being shot at, or both. Can't always choose them. That's fine. I'd prefer to stick to work. Some pleasantries aren't too terrible. I don't want to do the job that you have for us to do. Excellent. I'm well, if we you would like to dive know. immediately into the meat of it, I'm uh, sure we can set some time aside to... Tristan, you might want to go check on your scout or put somebody else up there. He's unconscious. He's unconscious. Like we radioed. I don't know if he knows. I don't care if he knows. He I do. Can you be more helpful? So. You... There's a chuckle from Zeke and he's like, uh, and you wonder why I wonder sometimes. But you may want to position somebody I'll, else. I'll have someone go up and look. Uh, next time, if you just let them know that the speaker is here, we didn't know. Oh, is sure. that the key card? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. and we didn't know that Han Jovi was your guys' group name. Really? Mm-hmm. Rocks usually do that. Usually when we do stuff, we I have a penance of yelling out, it's on Jovi, bitch. I, if you had, uh, we don't recall, we remember that you were here uh, as the companions of the speaker. Out, out of character, did we ever talk to Tristan about Rox? Rox was the one who opened the door into the, yeah. to the place to let you in to talk to what is now Rox. Okay. Tristan is the one that opened the door to let us let you. Tristan is the acting authority of right. the uh, people. Um, so he knows. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just. I'm just like. I just before I go into a line of questioning that I didn't need to. Mm-hmm. And so one of the he turns and nods, and one of the guards makes his way past you and starts going back up the ramp, um, obviously to deal with the the sentry that you guys left up there. What's Gitska doing? Gitska. Uh, as you take a moment to like think about it and you turn to look, you see that he has tucked himself into the visual lee of Fur. Uh, being the largest, most bulky person of the group, he seems to have remained out of sight. However, as soon as you kind of like turn and look at him, uh, there seems to be kind of like a, a triggered response to that, uh, where he kind of straightens himself up and he kind of steps out um, and sort of weaves his way a couple steps out to be in front of the group. It takes a moment for everyone involved to kind of notice what's happening and, and the significance of it. Uh, 
it appears that uh, Tristan looks at him with some amount of recognition, but seems confused for a moment. Yeah. But before he can say anything, you hear Zeke say, Giska, what are you doing here? Reunion time! And in a flash of movement, Giska tackles Tristan. I quickly intervene to pull them apart. Go ahead and make a coordination check. You know what? This, this is, is going to be a hard coordination check. This is Zeke's worst nightmare. Yes. Because uh, Zeke has already had someone he's tried to uh, raise in the ways of being a light side force user who has had a bunch of assholes around yep. tainting that knowledge, and yet here it happens <laughs> again. <laughs> to be fair, history repeats itself. And Braxis. We're trying to raise the other one. And they have so got some PTSD. Um, a bunch of assholes. <laughs> Not helping. No. <laughs> I just, I try so hard. But in the end, it, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. matter. <laughs> okay. So it's going to be a hard coordination check. It can't be athletics? Nope, this is a uh, reaction. Okay. Not a, not a, not a... I just had to ask at least Okay. Not a, not a... So he's he's rushing away from you and tackling him off the ramp into the water below. So you are doing a coordination check. Oh, shit. Oh, I did not... I didn't realize it was... Yeah, Uh, if you're doing that, I... Yeah, I didn't realize that... The luck. He he stone colds fucking spears that guy Goldberg. and Goldberg spears him nope. uh, down the ramp. Um, oh, you, fuck. you step forward to grab for him and all you get is just uh, cloth on the edge of your nails. Uh, but he smacks into uh, Tristan and they tumble down the the ramp down into the water below with a, with a splash. Real quick, while all this is going on, I'm going to try and keep an eye on it, but I'm also going to go exploring now that, like, probably every single person in the entire uh, facility is watching this thing happen. Mm -hmm. I'm going to poke around. Yep. Um, (laughs) Real quick, you get, with a a quick glance, but you can get more details as you go along, that these appear to be the remainders of various storefronts that appear to be stripped out Mm -hmm. down to their barest facilities. You see what may uh, may have been a laundromat. Um, where uh, most of the machines have been pried open, stripped, um, and left as husks. Uh, you notice what appears to be some kind of like food parlor. Um, so you see like a counter that had like places where things could be set but have been s- removed at some point. Um, this appears to have been a place of business, um, but it has long since been abandoned. Um, One of the very specific things that I'm looking for is unattended hood. Yes. Uh, the laundromat, I think, is probably a good place to, to keep an eye out for it. But if I can get a hand, my hands on a, on a Bayside stalker hood, I'm totally going to slap that shit on and, and walk around like I'm one of them. Go ahead and make a hard perception check. Um, normally, this would be the type of thing that... Uh, yeah, no, that seems reasonable. We'll, we'll do that. There's no luck other than to use a destiny point, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, success with two threat. Yeah. You're pretty sure that people have, in the process of being here, have removed their clothes in order for them to be cleaned and processed and things like that. And the laundromat, sure enough, appears to have at least minor facilities that have been um, finessed or um, MacGyvered into possibly working again, or at least have the basic functionality that someone can hand wash stuff in them. And there appears to be several articles of clothes hanging up. Like domestically in there, and one of them is a hood, and you're able to basically just get under it, slide your way up, and then pop it off the the, the <laughs> clips, and then you now you have a, a hood. Um, Some animation. Nobody seems to notice. You're, Excellent. You are now 
well disguised in the classic fashion of the Bayside Stalkers, which is the matte black uh, hooded jacket with the um, with the blue the, the the royal blue stripe down the side, and then two uh, along the left hand side. Yep. With Tristan and Gitska uh, playing around in the water, what yep. are the rest of the Bayside Stalkers around them doing? Um, Specifically Tristan's guards. Tristan's guards uh, seem to have been... The one that was left seems to have been taken aback um, and goes to, looks like, to act on like Tristan being tumbling down. This all happened before anyone could yeah. react. The person who came the closest was Fur, but he wasn't expecting this amount of explosion of movement. Um, and uh, he steps forward, gets to the edge of the of the water, but like looks like he's going down, and then you can see that there's this conflict playing across this young man's face, where it's like, I should really... Oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he gets to the, the edge and he looks down and he pauses for a minute, let them work this out on their own. Are I you sure that's a this. good idea? Let's see what happens. There's, we what's we the worst thing that can happen? The situation? There's uh, a few moments of splashing. I, I would like then... to do something before a few moments goes by. Mm. Uh, I would like to head towards the guard that kind of stopped at the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to turn him and I'm going to just fucking deck him. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, boy. Uh, it's a happening. regular melee attack. Go ahead and do so. Oh, rip our fucking... I ha- I, I'm, I'm not going to trap you with this, so I would like to know, are you doing uh, strain or are you doing... Uh... Uh, strain. Okay. I'm looking to knock this guy out. Okay. Uh, Gitska picked a side, and I'm backing Gitska up is what's happening. I'm totally going to use like the spirit. Go save him, you dick. Oh, you hit that man. Damn, that man is. That man is hit. That's what's gonna happen to that man. Uh, so that's uh, two success and a threat with okay. triumph. I assume you're not using your vibro knuckles to pierce no, his skull. No, just straight up. Just straight not. up. Probably it's a test roll for his new stick. Yeah, you know, um, glass shitting him. Uh, he goes out uh, instantly. Uh, the town goes Frazier. The, uh, the toughness, the fuck, the toughness of the Bayside Stalkers is completely negated by the fact that you cold clocked this guy out of nowhere, and he has absolutely no tension in his neck. From downtown, he has no defense whatsoever. This and this man. guy just goes down like a sack of potatoes. Immediately, there's a <gasps> like, like what the hell is happening? Like Whoa! at first, they seemed like taken aback and looking down at shock as their lieutenant is tackled by Gizka. However, as soon as you cold clock it, people start scrambling for weapons. They start backing away in a hurry. Uh, a couple of the people who are at the ready uh, immediately begin fumbling by trying to like pull out like bows and uh, uh, bo- arrows to knock on their bow, um, and it kind of goes chaotic for a second. For what the fuck? Gitska went. I went. No. Y'all don't need any of this. We don't want to start a fight. Excuse our Wookiee friend for bad behavior. This is going to be a charm check. Yeah. Upgraded once. An average check uh, upgraded once for violence. Uh, Average, that's... One red, one one purple. Okay. Does the speaker grant me anything? Like a boost or anything? Um, go ahead and up, or... go ahead and upgrade your check. It was going to be a harder check because of um, or it would have been normally a harder check to convince these people, but because I made it average for you. Um, but go ahead and take an upgrade as well. Yeah, there's a boost. 
Holy shit. Uh, I done did it. Let's do success. Okay. There is a ripple through the crowd as they believe that they are ready to throw down, that it is time that they are under attack. They have been tense for a very long time, and it seems to have reached a boiling point. But they also seem to smack into a cold wall of, I'm being told not to. And you can tell that there's a moment of conflict in all of them, that it stalls them. Whatever you are to them, it seems to hold enough weight that they pause. The only two people in the group that don't pause are the swinging fists of the two kids down in the water right now. Um, And it starts as this flailing mess of just, like, uh, splashing and and limbs going everywhere. But after a moment, it seems to get more controlled, more, like, fisticuff, um, where... uh, Tristan takes Gizka and basically kind of tosses him off of him. They roll separate for a moment and then crash again in the water. Gizka does not relent. Tristan comes in with a haymaker, and he seems to have both size and reach, but as he comes up to Gizka, he seems to blend around the fist, grab him by the shoulder, and do like a judo throw over the core, sending him into the water several feet away. As soon as they're separated from each other... Blaster Carbine Stun on Gitska. Take a shot. So, you're in short range. However... I need two more yellow. This is going to be upgraded four times. <laughs> short range, so I need two red. Uh, I have that. So well. I have one of these. It's not what I expected. That's and then sure. I need one more boost. <laughs> it's not what I expected either. <laughs> So, mm. yeah. no, see, that wasn't part of it. I see a lot of failure. Yeah, but those, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to negate all the failure. So just go down there like this, and just oh, and those will turn into. Four successes. Be like a deal. So I have four success. One, two, three, four, five, six advantage. Okay. So four success turns into thirteen strain. Let me take a quick peek here. Um, I have this for reasons. Um, how much do you do in total? 13 strain. 13. The blast hits him square as the ring of blue energy uh, seems to, um, the moment it touches him, sends a, an electric pulse through his body, and he, str- he struggles down and falls down to his knees. He appears to catch himself, but he seems to be in uh, a nearly unconscious state as he gasps for air. Uh, uh, but he is otherwise... Uh, I want to use two of the advantage to proc my disorient class ability. Okay. Um, and then can I use the other four to knock him out? I have, it's enough to crit. Uh, I'm afraid that you don't have any way to knock him out. Okay. Um. But he does appear to be, um, at least he, he stops. He appears to be incapacitated but conscious. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't know how you'd roll a crit on stun damage. I believe it would be a, uh, considered a temporary effect. So, like you, uh, instead of maiming him, you cause his arm to go dead or something like that. It would be, there would be an equivalent 
narrative option that does the same effect yeah. but temporary. Yeah, I'll do it. I, I'm... The purpose of the shot is to make it very clear to him that he needs to knock it off. I'm pretty sure that message is uh, very clear. 47. Um, so, uh, it's called Headringer. Um, he is basically somewhat concussed by the shot, and his cunning and intellect, um, uh, basically it's more difficult for him to pull anything off. So he's disoriented both from the, the action, like the action of disorient, but also he, his yeah. mental faculties are um, confused. And when you do that, he seems to kind of like, ooh, and fall down to two knees in one hand, and he can't seem to continue what he was doing. Tristan, if you take a swing at him while he's down... He comes up like he's going to do next. so, and then he just like stops seeing you know what happens. Get up here. And he, like, takes a wide step around Gizka, who uh, tries to seem like he's shaking through some cobwebs and makes his way back up the ramp. Zeke, get your boy. Uh, all right. And he uh, passes Tristan and walks down uh, and begins to yeah, uh, help Gizka up. You want to put the rifle away at that point. Now, if we're all quite finished, being children... There's a long text. Yeah. Nobody knows what to do. <laughs> There's an unconscious groaning You're the speaker. guy at the feet of Fur. Uh, Tristan appears to have a trickle of blood coming down from his nose um, that is kind of like flaring out because his face is wet. So it's kind of like covering the almost the whole like cheek. And uh, Gizka is uh, being half drugged back up the ramp by Zeke. I will uh, pick up the guy. He's out. You pick him up like you're trying to like like put him into place, and he just like bends over backwards. <laughs> nope. He's uh, gonna be out for a while there. For I'm gonna walk him over to a, like a, a wall and kind of sit him down, sitting up. Yeah, he looks. He 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 sits down in a really awkward position where there is absolutely no support to what he's <laughs> doing. He is ragdolled. He'll wake up later. <laughs> That wasn't exactly kind. It wasn't meant to be kind. Sending a message. And Not to the stalkers. What message was that, Zeke says? Well, that's a message for Gitska. When he's well enough to understand it. Well, when that happens, I'm sure you can explain it to him, but at the moment, it doesn't seem like anybody who was affected by this series of events is quite cognizant of what's happening. I think we have an idea of why Gitska going to attack Tristan. I just don't care for it right now. Well, you'll have to explain that at some point, but for now, can I recommend that we stop punching and shooting each other for the time being? Is this Zeke? Yes. Yeah, that was, that was the whole point of the stun shot into your whatever your relationship with him is, I guess. I understand. However, next time you shoot him, I'll strike back. Alright, so... uh, If only I didn't have a breath! Here's the thing, we don't need any more measuring. Quite right. Okay? Okay. Let me me just... I'm going to tell this to Gitska later, but I punched that guy because Gitska made him move. And I told Gitska that as a member of Han Jovi, I always have his back. 
Well, that is downright romantic. However... So he started some shit and punched a guy who very clearly did not deserve it. <laughs> That's correct. Okay? Because of his affiliations. Let's... Okay. Let's resolve this and we can have a slightly more intimate conversation about the, the hows and whys and, and all of the nuances of all of these these things. But I think we should establish right now that no one is here to attack anyone else. How the fuck would come down here to attack anybody? I don't know. There's several unconscious people and bleeding and... Uh, yes, yes. There's only yes, one unconscious yes. person. I'm he... okay, says Giska. <laughs> kind of low. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> So, so is there a place we can talk? Maybe over ramen or something? Uh, yes, I've set up a corner uh, in case you want to have any dealings with me first. Um, it's over there. He's going to gesture towards one of the food shops that has um, been stripped bare and all that. Um, so, what was that thing that you talked to that had Rox's... The Debs? Tristan says, can we keep that private? That's not something for outsiders to cool. know about. You're going to show him. Who? I'm going to point at Gitska. Whoa. I think that that requires um, a different conversation. Yes. It sounds like we have a lot to talk about with many of the people here. Um, we should find an isolated place where we can So talk. ramen? Ramen? That, that, Let's all I, go I have that conversation. Have or ramen here, but... Whatever you have, I don't. I don't mind. The yeah. food. How about this? <laughs> I will be over here. We turn this shop over here into our temporary headquarters. Okay. If you want to come talk to us? We're over here. No offense to your friend. He's been very kind to us. He's given us rations and this place. And oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'm, get you. I'm very thankful, but he does need to know. I don't have permission to share some of the more intimate details mm. with our inner workings yet. Mm. So we'll be over here. Okay. He'll be over there. And you guys can handle your business however you need to. Is he queen you get some closure for some things? We'll be there. Sure, I'll be waiting. You know, it's about him. But okay, you have that tone. <laughs> I think he has a right to have that tone because we consistently keep him waiting. Okay. Why don't Sir, you guys go He stops talk. and calls over his shoulder. You are m- way more intelligent than people give you credit for. <laughs> and he continues <laughs> on into the shop. Now we know how wrong Zeke is. <laughs> 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 Alright, and now any plan Zeke has is immediately described. No, fuck with you. Alright. Fur, you want to help Getsko over here? Oh, Zeke is taking care of that. He's right, but we're bringing him the other direction where Zeke's not allowed to go. So you would have to stop Zeke and take Giska from him. Uh, I don't Giska know. Giska is caring for him after having been shot. I assumed that we were going to go talk to Zeke because we didn't need Giska awake for that. Giska is not That's in fair. the great Let's state. <laughs> to uh... my mistake. Just keep your comms open. I'm poking around. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like that quiet whisper. Mm-hmm. Just, 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 just time's open. Oh, what the fuck? You guys make for a great distraction. El Diablo. <laughs> 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 so we go to Zeke's. Okay. Pavel. 
Uh, you notice that for the most part, this place has been, uh, it's not Catty. much more than a hovel, <laughs> trust me. This is, a, oh, okay. this is the barest safe house requirements. There are, there's room, there is a, uh, hammock. Uh, a hammock in the corner. <laughs> yep, I was going to say that. Um, and there are several small crates and packages uh, okay. nearby. Looks like he has only occupied a small corner of the facility, um, there are some back rooms that you feel like he could have tucked himself back in, but something about the way that he has presented himself is as as if a constant reminder that he is sitting there waiting. Um, so uh, you do notice some of the finer fabrics, like the silk hammock that is uh, have been attached to one of the walls and then one of the light fixtures. Um, and uh, other than that, it appears he's taking up as little space as possible. He is helping Gizka sort of onto the hammock. Um, Gizka seems to be nodding uh, as Zeke is talking to him and seems to be cognizant and, and awake, um, but sluggish in his, in his movements. So that's apparently how you stop somebody who can wield a lightsaber. Except that he wasn't wielding one, was he? That's my point, actually. You what take it, that part away. I don't think what this is constructive. Wait a minute. We both we all agreed no measuring. Let's get to the point. We have things to do. Hi, what Zeke. Do How Hi, are friend. you? Well, I uh, recently sold out um, several contacts of mine. I recently uh, lost some friends, and I'm trying to deal with a group of people who are not fond of me in order to save one of the last few people on this planet in existence that I care about. And one of my prodigy, uh, 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 prodigy, not prodigy, uh, protege, protege, just got shot after attacking one of the few people that I seem to have barely maintained a cohesive uh, relationship with. Neat. I'm sorry to hear all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am here because I would like to assist personally he, he doesn't want to. in helping you retrieve one of your friends. He just really wants to go to the prison ship. Do you have any new intelligence or information regarding that potential mission? Uh, quite possibly, but uh, I have forestalled my efforts in that regard uh, to give you time in order to tap your own contacts. So, feel free to impress me. Our contact has declined to assist in this specific matter, but is helping us in another avenue. I see. Also, they gave us a tip on the fact that your protege was being pursued by Imperial forces, which led us to direct conflict with them and three Inquisitors. Two of which are no longer on this planet. And I couldn't be more happy to hear that. Gizka gave me a just a second ago, a brief recap. Um, Although I would love to hear the uh, scintillating details in uh, more... uh, Something about your uh, tongue tells me you don't. But Oh no, trust me, if it comes to the destruction of the Inquisition, I'm, uh, I'll am i buy you a drink if that means that you'll uh, share the specifics of it. However, I, have, I assume that, that you're not here to uh, um, hang out, so to speak. I mean, I am. We're here because this is where our meeting place was with you. Correct. And because our contacts of the agenda are presently burned due to said 
um, contact with the Inquisition and the Imperial forces. Understandable. Nothing good comes of it. So what do you got? So you have nothing from your contact. Correct. Seems very, very sure that they were going to be able to provide something. Negotiations were uh, less effective than originally thought. Um, However, we were trying to uh, acquire multiple... Pieces of intel. Pieces of intel, yeah. I see. It worked in one way and not another. It happens. Overextended yourself. If we you have to continue to put us down, that's fine. I just want... We, let's I'm get our... To make why, sure is ev- why is everyone so hostile in this moment? I don't understand. I, that's quite clear. It has become the norm. But why? You're the only one that's fond of working with him. Oh. I'm just tired of getting put down. I'm sorry that you require fondness in order to take a contract. You don't pay. Or I don't pay yet. You haven't done anything yet. Right. Do you have anything else or not? I have a few avenues. Okay. I felt it was best to construct this from the ground up with you present, so that way you understood the gravity, the objective... And what would be considered a success? Sure. Do you know anything about the perdition? No. Prison ship. Outside of low orbit. It's a prison ship. It's an imperial prison ship. It's a Lictor class cruiser. It has been radically modified in order for stationary orbit above the planet Imperia. It is currently managed by the corporate sector authority, or at least a company subsidiary of them. Stationary orbit. Or it stays in a single position above the city? For the most part, it is uh, a consistent revolution around the planet. Okay. Geosynchronous. Geosynchronous, Geosynchronous orbit. That is, sounds that's, like something that I know a, somebody would use, but that's... <laughs> it just makes a massive difference in when you get to attack, because if it's stationary, you only have the opportunity once a day to go up or down. Sounds reasonable. Um, it is not ran by the Empire. That's good. It is ran by a comp- a security company. Corpsec. Corpsec. Sure. Um, that helps. Rough details about the ship is it can hold at capacity up to about 9,000 uh, crew, um, including prisoners. Uh, primarily prisoners. What's the percentage? Percentage is probably closer to about 2080. Roughly. 1800 personnel that we actually have to worry about at most. Clarifying, the goal of this is to extract the target that I want out of there. The asset. The asset. As well as to get you the information you need about the uh, target that you are chasing as well. I think we've got that avenue covered, actually. So potentially, remove, let's not potentially remove. Let's it not cut off possibilities. What do you mean? Our asset is currently looking into the DNA sequence. As in, you've given them a copy. I don't know. Do we give them a copy or the actual thing? I was oversight for that mission. I wasn't in the car. I, as a player, do not know what I handed over. You gave the 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 the, the, yeah. the entire module for the genetic sequence over to him. Cool. 
Uh, no. No. You didn't no, give I, them a copy? No, I did not give them a copy. Are you... Then that's off the table. We can't search for that if we don't have it. You're serious? Yeah. Oh, by the force. Let me guess. You said it was an Imperial contact? Yeah. So, you had the way to solve your contract in your hands. And you gave it to an Imperial contact Mm -hmm. who is also looking for the same person. And you did so out of a sense that they would honorably take that information, research it, and then return it to you without at all taking advantage of the information that they would gain from that themselves. Oh, they don't know what it is. They have no idea that what you've given them... No. They have no idea that your main mission here is to track the... It's potentially... It's possible that they've connected dots. I'm not saying that the man's stupid, but I'm saying that we did not explicitly state that that's what it was. So you're tracking a serial killer. And you're looking for evidence. Actually, I gotta be honest. We're doing a lot but tracking a serial killer. That's true. Well, sometimes you have to take detours. A massive detour. To a prison ship. Let's get back on track. I definitely would love to. However, I want you to realize that uh, Han Jovi has given me the impression multiple times that you do not operate on an honor system and do not trust such systems. So... No, we're operating on the, the fact that if we find this serial killer first, mm-hmm. right, and if this Imperial Contact helps us do that, he discredits and dishonors a rival within the, uh, the Imperial, another Imperial detective, then we turn him over to them. So I have to ask you, what makes you think that they just won't do the same thing with that information? Because we will literally kill him if he doesn't. What if he leaves planet or goes anonymous and we can't... Oh, no, 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 no. No. If he betrays us, he will die. He will end up in the ground. He thought that we were coming for him uh, when we made contact because Gitska and another contact of ours from the agenda were being pursued by Imperial forces and he thought that we thought that he might be behind it. So he brought, what was it, like a dozen guys that we made in, I don't know, a matter of minutes... So he went from, oh, they're here to kill me, to um, let me be the savior of their contracts and give them everything they want. It didn't go down like that. Sounds to me like you had the one way of completing your contract. Question. Uh, Are you going to continue criticizing choices that we've already made, or are we going to talk about doing the fucking job? Now you're on board. So... Can we just... The whole reason that this was going to benefit you as a group was that you were going to be able to, without a doubt, prove the identity of the demon. Yeah, we fucked that up. What's the mission? And what if we did? It happened. We'll figure it out, as we always do. Play it by ear. Continues. Everything. It changes that we don't need to make a detour. The only reason to go to the prison ship is to extract this asset. asset so that... Well, we I now have a singular I'm, focus, which should make the job easier. I'll be honest. The only reason I trusted you on this mission was because I believed that it was of paramount importance for you to complete your mission as well. I'm pleased to hear that you're still willing to go, even though you hold no emotional attachment to this 
Am I wrong? I mean, if we don't have to, we gave you our word that we were going to go. Some of us believe that we need to honor that. So we're going to go. Okay. In situations like this, I find that a contract usually helps. Well, I'm not going to give you a written piece of paper. You know what? In fact, if you want a written piece of paper that says Zeke asked you to break into this uh, Imperial prison ship and massacre a bunch of people and take off uh, fugitives out of there and return them to the hands of a rebel resistance, then I'll be happy to write that out in the off chance that you get captured by the Inquisition and I can just, for a moment, pretend I can see Duarte's face when he reads that. But, that aside... I'm actually okay with that. Will you write that out? I would love to. Great. So are you saying that we don't need to do this? I have every reason to need to do this, but I thought that you wanted to take charge of your own destiny by doing this as well. If that's we do. not the case, then... I thought this was to get back in favor with him. Like we had to do this thing for no, you. he believes a... that we owe this to him. It's an O thing, yeah, that's yeah, what it he is. He thinks that we owe it to him. I am in absolute disagreement. Um, but have deferred to y'all as to whether or not we do, which I've been told multiple times that we are going to do it, so we're going to do it. I would very much like you to continue doing the mission. So can I don't talk approve about your tactics. Are we not going to talk about the mission? I'm sorry, I, this was for your benefit. If you do not want me to be looking after your benefit, then... Our can... ability to benefit from this mission left the building. Move on. Maybe we'll find something. Who knows? Can we just get to the details? Please. Or do you need so, postures? let me let me just level the field here for, right. for a second. Okay? We're talking about doing a job. Yes. Okay? You know a lot of information about the job. Some. Okay? We know zero information about the job. Mm-hmm. Okay? Let's rectify that so that we both have, all of us, the same information about the job. Okay. The job is to escort an asset off of the prison ship uh, perdition above, over, uh, above orbit uh, of Imperium. Yes. This person, I do not know the exact location on the ship is, so we will need to be able to access a registry in order to find out who... To find out where people are being kept, specifically the asset. Also, we will need a way onto the ship, and we will need to find a way onto the ship that does not trigger the automated defenses of the ship to shoot us down on the way up there. We will then also need to be able to depart from the ship under the same circumstances. Or we don't. What? Oh boy. I don't intend to stay on the perdition. What if we take the perdition? Why don't you let him give us all the information he has first, and then we can... Continue! <laughs> okay. So we need to get on, we need a way on, we need a way to locate this person, we need a way to get them out of prison, Okay. and then we need a way to exit the perdition without being shot down, either by the escorts or by the automated defense systems there. Okay. So those are the objectives. Okay. Now, as far as the specifics, I figured that instead of coming up with a concrete plan of how to do that and just tap you for that, 
I would ask for your input in that in order to do that. Originally thought one of the objectives was to break into the main computer in order to take information out of that. And I was looking for codes that would get us to be able to do that. Still look for codes. Those codes might still find some use for us. However, they likely will... Will be for breaking into the computer, we'll have to be looking for ways to bypass the security. I know a guy who has contacts within that corporation that actively employs people to work there. He owns a casino in the mid-city. Figure we would go and talk to him about that. I will warn you ahead of time, he is not very... We're not on good terms. So, we're going to go... Can't imagine boy. Go with that in mind. Sounds like any other interaction. I believe that he can get us more specifics about the prediction that we can use to formulate a more specific plan. There are going to be several elements to this job. Transportation, bypassing security, taking the asset, exit, uh, exodus with the asset. Okay. So we need to figure out ways to accomplish those four things with the information that we are able to gather. So the piece of intel that you have that we did not have prior to this meeting is that you have a guy that works in a casino. That has contacts and information about the prediction. Okay. So now we are 100% on a level playing field where we both, uh, all parties involved, know all the information. It's a start, yes. Okay. Is that a start or is that a yes? As far as the specific information, I know more about this guy than you do, but other than that, you know about as much as I do about the prediction. Okay, yeah. about we're the job. The same. We're I'm the just same. making sure that we're not uh, using phrases or cutting corners, that we are being upfront about this, that we all have we the same information. Use, we can still use the Imperial computer to check in on uh, RSF because mm. we know who he is. So... As of right now, we don't have any plans for how to get there, where anything on the ship is, and how to leave. Correct. That is correct. Okay. Things we should figure out. They're all things we have to know before we even think about going. Yep. Correct. So that means we have time. I believe that by accepting this job, we agreed that we were going to work together in order to figure those things out. Yes. You didn't exactly give me much time to formulate an entire plan by myself. I assumed that you and Braxis had been working on one? Yes. And it was very drastically different than the resources I have available. Braxis was going to take his position as an Imperial um, contractor in order to get onto the Perdition as its medical officer. And then it was going to simulate death on my asset and then they were going to vacate him into space at which point we were going to pick him up and revive him that was our original plan however that's not awesome so uh okay uh my plan uh and this is just the exit plan uh that I have that I would like to do, or mm-hmm. think of a way to do, uh, is I would like to take control of the perdition. Okay? 
and I would like to scuttle that ship. Define scuttle. I would like to purposely crash that ship into the Imperial Garrison. Hmm. Once we're planet, uh, what's the, in Atmo, uh, from there, uh, evacuation of the ship will be far easier. So you would like to take a ship full of 9,000 prisoners. Yes. And crash it into the Imperial Garrison on planet. Yes. Technically it only has 7,200 prisoners. A point that okay. I definitely make. <laughs> so, so then, contracted correctional officers and prisoners, yes. you would like to take their ship and crash it into a base full of law enforcement agents. Yes. Or the Inquisition. Yes. First plan is to crash the prison into the cops. I would like, <laughs> does, wait a minute. Does, I would like to apologize... I take back what I said for. <laughs> I don't know why you're apologizing. I think it's a great idea. Why would it not be Does a great idea? Does the Inquisition idea? have an like above ground area where they get trained? Oh, if we drop a cruiser on them, it that's matter if they're below ground. <laughs> that's fair. That's what I'm thinking. Fuck no. the Imperials. I mean, no. that could work too. No, we just crash it into the Inquisition, no. right? Imagine the look on Duarte's face. No, it <laughs> was a fucking cruiser coming at him. No. It's outside the box thinking, I'll grant you that. There's a lot of finger guns happening. <laughs> He's just going to finger gun Zeke until he agrees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, one. There's a okay. lot of complicated things about this. So First of all, we the, have a person the Inquisition that base is on the moon. Just thought I should Fucking crashing it into the moon! Yeah. Did you realize the problems that you cause with a planet if you crash? I don't give a shit about this planet. I don't know a lot about science, but I don't think a cruiser crashing into a Okay, moon. I'm not living here. Okay, real, real. Take a step back. The moon matters. Okay, not the cruiser is not. I'm fine killing nine thousand people plus cops, but not the moon. <laughs> but not the moon because that will drastically affect everyone's maybe, life. Maybe, okay. it, maybe so, it'll uh, stop up. the red lightning. So, you have a contact that we need to get in touch with to learn more about the ship <laughs> because until we know more about the ship, none of this matters. Sure. So we need to do that. We need you to set up a meeting. If that's what you intended to do with him, that's what we need to do. Or if Zeke's relationship is bad enough, maybe a cold open would be better. The best thing that we should probably do is just walk through the door, because if I politely ask for contact ahead of time, they're probably going to deny us. Uh, Yeah, sounds like a cold open. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> you might ask him if he should even be going on this thing or if he's going to be a detriment. Ooh. Yeah, so he really doesn't like you. Uh, let's just say that we've had business dealings in the past and there's some complications. Like so system. why don't you give us his name and where we can find him and oh, really? how we can best get in touch with him through that casino and then you stay here. I was satisfied taking a step back to allow you to tap your own assets um, while uh, we go. While I waited here for you, um, that's not going to be happening anymore. He needs to babysit us. Okay, go ahead and tap your assets, get your intel, and come back to us then, which is what you were supposed to do before you met us here. Yeah, four hours ago, I didn't just go and storm into someone's house and take the information. I decided to wait for you guys in order to figure this out. You got here four hours ago. 
Well, I had some shopping to do. Wait. I feel like we had the conversation about you getting in touch with your contacts and then meeting us at the Bayside Stalkers more than four hours ago. I did, yes. It was yesterday and he slept and we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you told me to meet you at a... uh, at a particular place, and when I got there, I found a bunch of half-starved children in fear of their life. So I decided to buy them some... Oh, the goodness of your heart, right? In fact, yes. Okay. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> we're so, such assholes! You need to handle what you were supposed to handle. I just need like a bunch so. of fucking planets. That's fine. You haven't had time yet. I understand that part. Once you've done that, and we have information that any of us can actually act on... Beyond, we know it's a prison ship. We know there's a prisoner we need to get. We know we need to not get blown up coming or going. Then we can create a plan. Why don't we just go? Why don't we just go with him and do the thing? What the fuck do we have to do that's so fucking important that we can't just fucking go meet a guy at a casino? Doesn't well, sound like all, you exactly have many leads to act I have no right desire now. to be babysat. Second of all, we still need to have a very difficult conversation with Tristan about the leadership structure here and uh, with him about something to do with that leadership structure that apparently I'm not allowed to talk about. I'm going to, like, point at the hammock. Like, there's there's shit that needs to happen here. Also, he has stuff that he got from the agenda that's apparently for you. Make sure he gives it to you. I don't want him to forget. Lightsabers. Uh, no. One of those uh, is ours. That's fair. One of those is yours? Oh, we killed two Inquisitors. One of the sabers is ours. The other one we let him keep. Ooh. (laughs) That's not going to happen. And that's where we're going to end the session. (laughs) Ooh. That's something Gitsuka expressly didn't want Zeke to know. I didn't tell him. (laughs) So we have opened one door after another... Oh boy! Bringing one conversation to the next that has happened over the course of like the last ten minutes here, and I unfortunately couldn't get to everything. So we'll continue this conversation next time on Hunt for the Ripper, um, because chaos incarnate. Because (laughs) you guys have opened up about six different conversations that need resolutions, and uh, we're gonna get to that another time. So we we came into this conversation when how many conversation trees can we start? You know the the worst part. Literally did. You know the worst part, Paul. Well, the next time we play is going to be in a fucking month. I know. Sorry, Christmas. I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> fucking play on Christmas. I was trying to. I was trying to hit as much as I could before, but uh, it kept the. We kept doing 90 degree angles and just uh, and see Spars knows just called dibs. Yep. dibs. Finders keepers is an intergalactic right. I'm flipping a destiny point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, Gizka made it clear that, that, uh, that Zeke has a, has a definite policy regarding lightsabers, so, uh, we will... Oh, it's gonna be awesome when he tries to take this one from us. Yep. Because I will get to do what I have wanted Uh, to do for months. He doesn't know where our lightsaber is. That's correct, at the moment he does not. So, but but Gizka's... Okay, Gitska's lightsaber, however, boy, that's going to be a conversation. I'd like to be a fly on the wall, and I will be. Literally. <laughs> you will all be right there when this happens. So, all right. once again, thank you so much for joining us on our tumultuous journey through Hunt for the River, and I hope that you join us tomorrow for our 6.30 game of 
Team's Ransom, our Fallout 5e campaign, brought to you by Nick. So thank you all again for joining us, and I hope you have a wonderful evening. Later. Bye.